0: Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This episode of SNTR Gaming News is going to be about Star Wars The Old Republic and why you might want to check this game out in 2022. Big things coming. Sort of feels like a slow remake remaster and I want to walk through an update that they did. Right here at the start of the stream, I give you basically the meat of what we're going to talk about and then it's like a three hour long video where we break it down with the live audience and I am going to do a redirect to bring that live audience over. This is an SNTR update. Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 got delayed into next year, but it came with a 10th anniversary blog post that really points to this game getting excellent treatment in 2022, and you may want to check it out. If you like these SNTR updates, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss the uploads or check out SNTR Gaming, where I'm streaming maybe right now or where I do these live streams every day so this to me as i look at this situation star wars the old republic has been out for 10 years and it's starting to feel like a new beginning if you think of games like diablo 3 and how long it took that game to get into a good place or even recently with final fantasy 14's Endwalker, star wars the old republic could be taking a very similar approach and the language they're using i think indicates that First, I want to look at this blog post and read significant portions of it to you because I really think it's important. To celebrate the 10th anniversary, they had the following to say about content. Hot on the heels of 7.0 will have another update with the R4 anomaly operation and a new daily area set in an all new section of Manan. Beyond that, your character's personal saga will continue in an epic storyline extending through multiple patches in 2022 and beyond. After the dramatic conclusion of 7.0 on Elam, you'll continue to unravel the mysteries of the Darth Null, join the erupting civil war among the Mandalorian clans, and discover the true objective Darth Malgus is pursuing. All while working alongside old friends like Kira, Scourge, uh, Akavi, and Torian, as well as some new faces you'll meet for the first time in 7.0. You'll also explore new locations. Some are new to SWTOR, others are entirely new creations, and perhaps you'll even gain an opportunity to return to where your character's journey first began long ago. If I mispronounce any of that, I am sorry. I've actually never played this game, and I'm interested because of everything they say that I'm reading to you, okay? As always, you can expect for there to be unfolding across a variety of content types like single-player, multiplayer, flashpoints, operations, daily areas, and more. New progression gear will become available throughout the year, starting with the R4 Anomaly operation as we add gear progression after 7.1. We'll also ensure that previously available gear will become more accessible to players. So they're adding a whole new system there with gear progression. This is where things get interesting. They use the phrase modernization. They want to modernize the game. Modernization is really important, and Diablo II Resurrected should have taken some notes. As many of you have already seen on the PTS, a huge part of our team's work in 7.0 focused on modernizing many aspects of the game. A totally revamped character creation experience, new character sheet, great new features like loadouts and weapons in Outfitter, and of course the dramatically expanded gameplay options offered through combat styles. That was one of the most commonly searched for things with Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0, people were interested in the combat styles. Also, advanced classes will now be known as combat styles, and the classes will then be known as origin story. We're going to continue updating UI elements throughout the game next year. In some cases, these will primarily be visual updates to make our style more cohesive and ensure proper scaling, but we also look forward to improving accessibility and the everyday user experience in other parts of the game. This again, I think, points to a bigger picture. They're wanting it to be accessible. They want new folks to come in. We're also eager to upgrade our visuals elsewhere, starting with Titan, Corbin, Huda, and Ord Mantel We'll be starting a process of upgrading the visual fidelity of our planets to bring them more in line with the amazing work the team created in recent years. As you can see, we have such an exciting future ahead, and we'll be sharing more details with all of you, especially after 7.0 launches early next year. So expect to hear from me again. Ten years is a milestone we are so proud of, and we are so thankful that we continue to join you continue to join us on this adventure. To each and every one of you, happy tenth anniversary! We wish you a year full of much love, health, and lots of gaming. Keith Canig, of the SW Tour team. I'm telling you, you're gonna want to check out this game in 2022 sounds like they're slowly pulling a final fantasy 14 or diablo 3 loot system making the game significantly more accessible better and fun to play if you like these sntr updates check me out on sntr gaming where i may be streaming right now and as always hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next one and i'll see the rest of you right now i would love to hear from people in the audience who actively play this game love this game or whatever uh would love to hear from you about how far the game has come and why people should be checking the game out i i am incredibly intrigued about checking this game out i think a little bit more so than i was intrigued by star citizen mainly because of the language used it's almost like 2022 is the year that this game really turns into something uh far more special uh, and more substantive than it has been in years past so would love to hear from people playing the game right now I'm actually going to um, do a little poll here for you guys about this it's a new stream so make sure and smash the like button and switch to live chat and welcome in if you're a fan of this game I've actually never touched it um, and I'm extremely interested based on these announcements for the 10 year anniversary and the 7.0 update Birdface says, I have been playing this game for 10 years. I've been wondering if you were ever going to cover this game. There's so many good things and so many issues. But 7.0 is going to be sick. Everyone should play this game, Star Wars fan or not. Well, that's 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 strong praise right there. That is strong praise. Let's do this. Let's do this. Star Wars, the old Republic. Are you Are you playing now or will you play next year just curious where you guys land so if you're not playing now and you're considering playing next year say yes right or just no I'm not playing now and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother playing I am curious how many people in the audience are actively playing now or you're thinking I might play next year this all sounds pretty dope uh uh, SwoTOR has literally 8 Mass Effect games in it It's like 10 single-player stories in one game. Dang on. Lots of content longevity. See, I would love to jump into this brand new a 7.0 and give people two things. The new user experience for those of you that aren't playing it, as well as let's showcase all the dope new stuff uh, that is coming. You're literally playing it right now. Destiny burned me out on the live service game MMO Shared World. Okay it has amazing storytelling and it's the biggest selling point of the game I played this game for over a year and had a blast Blast. the biggest drawback is the same thing you didn't like in Borderlands oh really? so like loot's not dropping at your level? oh no excellent story excellent voice acting Now, you might not have seen this. Star Wars The Old Republic trailers and cinematic trailers have been updated on their YouTube channel a month ago to, like, 4K, and they look really, really dope. I mean, I don't think you do that if you don't have big plans. That's another thing I should have brought up in the opener, okay? The Star Wars The Old Republic YouTube channel a month ago released all their cinematic trailers in 4k like they went back and made them look amazing they look amazing for a 10 year old game it literally looks like you're watching like the clone wars or something like the tv show it looks phenomenal my gosh if the game gets this level of fidelity and love this 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 is promising this looks good the story was always amazing, but the PvP was always meh, which is a huge part of the MMO for me personally. Well, that, that doesn't concern me. I'm, I'm sorry for you to say that, for, for your experience, but for me, I've never cared about PvP in these games. Star Wars The Old Republic is dead. Why would you say that it's dead? I checked uh, the MMO tracking um, site, and they regularly were having 400 to 500,000 engaged players. Starting in August, they've seen a decline, likely because people were waiting for 7.0. They now average about 200 to 250,000 players a day. I I wouldn't consider that to be a dead game, especially after a decade of being out. It seems like the numbers point to a healthy game that is in a decline-slash-holding pattern as 7.0 got delayed into next year, and it is PC-only, unfortunately. I think they reset accounts a while back, so I think I lost my characters. Also, there were some funky login issues too. I'll need to load it up and see if my account is still active. Um, Star Wars The Old Republic also has a big dead game culture around it. According to the rankings on a website that ranks like 133 ongoing MMO games, it's the 16th most popular. So it's in the top 20 right now after 10 years. So... As far as aesthetics goes, it does an awesome job of making you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe. How's the combat? These combat stances, is there anybody in here that got to play the PTS and got to play the Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 combat stances? How's the combat feel? Is it fluid? Is it good? Is it clunky? Um, It's not dead, not even close. I, I certainly wouldn't think so. Corver says, unfortunately for me, if the main pull uh PvP is the main pull of an MMO, that's why I like New World so much, and I couldn't really get into Final Fantasy XIV, even though I know it's a good game. Swotor needs to do something with the imminent release of Kotor Anniversary coming out soon. Sure. Sure. Knights of the Old Republic remake is uh is certainly in the in in the in the playing field for sure. My account is gone, I might still return, says Ralphus. If you're new and just tuning in and you're interested in Star Wars The Old Republic or you've been playing it, I would love to hear from you. If you're playing it or planning on playing in 2022, take the poll at the top of the chat there. Make sure and smash the like button. Give us our first 100 likes. The combat styles is a new system, but the game is another tab targeting hotkey based MMO. I don't like hearing that for my own personal preferences, but that doesn't mean that that's bad for the game because MMO fans don't mind that at all. Combat is mainly skill rotations like in wow though the animations are better. Kotor is two years out easy yeah I don't think Knights of the Old Republic remakes anytime soon so this has got they've got time. I wouldn't be surprised if next year they're gonna push very heavily for Star Wars the Old Republic to get into a wonderful spot that because they don't have it they don't they don't have to worry about Kotor. A lot of MMOs will drop your account after 120 days of no active. oh really. Did they, I'm I'm assuming they give you some fair warning before they do it, right? Like, hey, we haven't seen you in a while. We're gonna we're gonna scrub your account, you know. The animations are cool, though. I used to play, and I don't think I'll play again since Darth Nihilus. Okay, okay. See, what draws me to a game like this isn't necessarily. This is gonna sound weird, especially coming from me, because I'm 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 the the evangelist for the content loop and the gameplay. I always talk about how that's so paramount and so prime, you know, primary of importance. But I'm drawn to this game primarily because of its record. 10 a 10-year ten record and you're still going. That gets my attention really quickly. Why? Because of Diablo 3 and Final Fantasy 14. It means you're doing something right. You don't make it this far on on just good looks alone like well the game looks great or oh it's fun to hold a lightsaber no you you're only making it this far on merit <laughs> you there must be something that they're getting right like when Diablo 3 turned the corner with its loot 2.0 system and then the seasonal character system that that turned the game around and has it's been doing great ever since you know final fantasy 14 and diablo 3 both launched in not so great states and for a game like the old republic to go this long and continue to iterate improve itself and essentially what feels like i I feel like they're just slowly remastering the game like you're gonna get to christmas next year 2022 and people are gonna be like this is basically star wars the old republic remastered they just did it in pieces you know star wars the old republic's merit is bioware Some of it has to do with that it's only a new Star Wars content for its first five or so years. I think Lost Ark will have my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Papa says, For Star Wars The Old Republic, the game is amazing. Lots of content. Four classes, eight unique stories, four stories per side. The new content coming looks exciting. Also, the game may actually be canon based on the stuff in the movies. I've been playing since a month after launch, still actively playing. Uh, and paying for the game oh is there a subscription fee for this game I'm looking forward to the changes that 7.0 will bring says It's Artie Final Fantasy 14 and Star Wars The Old Republic all survived the 10 year windows against World of Warcraft that's hard to do ESO is coming up on that shortly oh for sure Yeah, yeah you kinda need to sub just don't look at the auction house or the galactic trade network. The in-game microtransaction market has ruined the in-game economy. Oh, really? <laughs> That's always a little worrying. That's always a little worrying when I hear that. You never, you never want to hear that. Yes, a sub V for access to everything. Okay, 15. I wish I could play Star Wars The Old Republic again, but my account went yeetus deletus for not using it for seven years or uh, or so it has some cool stuff, but somehow I didn't care that much. Now I need a PC first <laughs> free to play to an extent then the subscription to unlock everything else wait, so can you just boot up and play it to try it out before subscribing? Is that is that is that something you can do? I'm, I'm actually interested in how this how this funnel works. you have no idea it's so bad I changed my vote I don't want to play an old MMO (laughs) Papa says free to play with a subscription subs give you access to all content or you have to pay for the DLCs okay okay 15 bucks a month isn't bad for constant updates I'll take that wasn't Yidus Deletus one of the lesser known Roman emperors wasn't he the one that loved catapults (laughs) Phoenix Prime with a tier four membership. Thank you so much, Phoenix. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about Star Wars, The Old Republic. Why play in 2022? They announced some significant things. I read through the blog post at the beginning of this stream. They're talking about modernizing the game with Star Wars, The Old Republic 7.0. And that update did get delayed, but it's looking very, very promising for the game to the point that I may be checking it out next year. Final Fantasy didn't just survive, it's literally thriving and the best it's ever been after 10 year mark. That's near impossible. And I wonder if Star Wars The Old Republic is heading to something similar in 2022. They're just going to continue to remaster the game and then deliver something big. He used the phrase, this one phrase stuck out to me in the blog post. It was and beyond. Where? Let me see if I can find it. It says here, your character's personal saga will continue in an epic storyline extending through multiple patches in twenty twenty two and beyond. Now what that means is is that their plan of substance and quality and all this stuff, it extends beyond twenty twenty two. Like they're 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 thinking pretty far out there, right? Does Phoenix Prime get wizard powers at tier four? Yeah, no, that's tier five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix Prime says, you can play levels 1 through 50 for any character for free without paying for a single thing. Hold on, says Eugene, up until a year ago, Final Fantasy was just surviving. Well, I think what he was saying is, it didn't just survive, right? So yes, he's saying it survived, but it didn't just survive. It's now thriving. I think that's the phrasing he was using. It's not been seeing this amazing success story until recently. Yeah, but I would say even this year it was getting lots of praise. They won a dadgum award. What do you mean? I don't I don't know. They they've been doing they they've been doing amazing. And I think it was this year, right? Cuz they won an award. New yo, with a brand new membership, welcome to Gaming Tier 1. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. Thanks for supporting the channel with a paid membership. If you guys are enjoying the show, remember to hit subscribe. That way you can talk in chat and take the poll at the top of the chat. Star Wars The Old Republic. Are you playing now or will you play next year? Wheezy's saying it's been very good since 2016 or longer. They basically had to remake the game. Yeah, but I don't think it was like just this year. I think this year it really picked up steam and like I said, they won an award, but I don't think it was just this year. You get sucked in because of the immersive storytelling. Also, when you play in co-op, uh, all people in your team can make story decisions. And mo- what are you doing? <laughs> like, look at me! Like, like, yeah, yeah, you, you have a cr- you have a do you have a cramp? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I can't. Thanks, mama. <laughs> oh. Morning, we'll okay.
0: I understand that. Uh, It separates the classes from their stories. Okay, okay. Here is what Combat Styles is doing, says Birdface. There was only the four classes and their two subclasses bolted to their respective stories with what they were doing with Combat Styles. It separates the classes from their stories. Oh, okay, okay. So that you can... Yeah cuz they said that like what they they said it somewhere in this blog post. It says here um mm, 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 mm. advanced classes are now known as combat styles and the class is now known as the origin story. So your origin story can be separate from your combat styles. What is that what you're saying? Raids are also pretty fun. <clears throat> Is the game coming to console? Then I will play. I think that would be the big crowning achievement for next year if they were able to do all these amazing updates and the 7.0 and get tons of new people in. Like they said, I don't want to read too much into it, but they did have this to say, okay? We also look forward to improving accessibility and the everyday user experience in other parts of the game as we did with loadouts. I don't want to read too much into that, but, I mean, if you're trying to increase accessibility and help the everyday player join in, well, then, you know, getting the getting the game on console would be a really big step in that direction. They could be purely talking about, like, systems. The context there is more about, like, internal systems like the loadouts with respect to accessibility, right? So, hmm. Here's the free-to-play content, says Akuta Papa. Eight distinct class stories, each with three chapters across 12 planets. Each planet has optional unique side planetary missions and exploratory quests, which are different on the Imperial and Republic faction. Repeatable heroics two-plus player content that can be completed solo, which are different on the Imperial and Republic faction. Level 1 to 60 flashpoints, aka dungeons, four-man group content with solo versions available, war zones which is player versus player content, galactic starfighters which is space player versus player combat, galactic strongholds which is player housing, space missions with solo space content, and rise of the, the, the hut cartel and the shadow of Revan expansions. That's all you get. All of that for free. I'd be stoked if it came to next gen consoles. My PC now can't play games. Oh, I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having issues with my gaming rig as well. I'm gonna have to go back to another one and get this one worked on. I don't know what crazy challenges they would have to overcome to get a DX10 game engine to work on consoles. In theory, Xbox One and the Series S and X are running straight Windows. So is it po- is it, is it impossible? Is it possible? It'd be more about controller accessibility. Does it have full controller support right now, or do you have to play mouse and keyboard? That would be my question. It's uh, If it's not going to play on console, KOTOR won't appeal to me. You don't get all the expansions for free. You need to sub at least once, I think, to get the story expansions. Okay. Well, that list might not be... Um, that might not be available then go head to head with this guy at ces this year with light boxer what no i'm good um new world creators just got an email uh new world creator program twit uh block new drops are back we have an amazing opportunity for you to collaborate with amazon prime videos epic the wheel of time it's one of the most popular and enduring fantasy novels. Uh, drops. Watch New World on Purple to get drops. Well, frick anybody who creates content on YouTube, I guess. Controller's difficult. The list is accurate. Anything after Shadow of Revan is pay. Okay, pay to play. It is just mouse and keyboard. Okay. So, if the game doesn't presently have controller support, that would be the biggest barrier to bringing Star Wars The Old Republic to console is they would have to create controller support, and a lot of the times, a game like this in its in its early stages, they can't really do that, right? In its early stages, they can't. Now, in its late life stages, they can. If they start looking at accessibility and say, "Okay, can we bring full controller support?" That would be step one before bringing it to console. Can you even do it? Can you right now update the game? So that I can plug in a controller and 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 have my own UI menu and all of that so I can play the game on my Xbox controller, right? If you're just tuning in and you're interested in Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 or basically asking the question, you know, why you should maybe consider playing this game in 2022, it feels to me like next year is landing a essential sort of remastered plane they're trying to land the plane of getting this game remastered now we know that knights of the old republic remake is coming out in the distance this would be more of a star wars the old republic remaster not a remake just sort of making it look pretty and run better and you know revamping systems like the combat styles they would never bring a game to console without controller support yeah it just wouldn't work from what i recall when i played there are too many inputs to add controller support that's going to be the challenge, but again, if they're working on accessibility, that could be a route that they take. I would like to ask your opinion on why Star Wars The Old Republic is such an underrated game. Despite having an ingenious storyline and PvP system, it's really one of the best games to come out. Well, I said a little bit ago that a game gets my attention when it has this sort of history. It's got longevity for a reason, and I don't know if it's underrated, Up until August of this year, 2021, they were consistently seeing a rise to about 450,000 daily players. And then after the new content or whatever updates, it would drift back down to about 300, 250 to 300,000 players, and then would go back up. And then August of this year started a decline, which is likely related to the fact that people were waiting for new content. And then the new content got delayed. Star Wars, The Old Republic 7.0 got delayed. And they just did a 10th anniversary blog like yesterday or the day before outlining all the things that they want to do next year for the game. And so it will likely spurt all the way back up, you know. And then and the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is coming to next gen consoles. I don't know what the controls are like in that game though, right? Here's a post about the game. I'm pretty sure that Star Wars The Old Republic is going to consoles in 2022 here are things that they think are pointing to that. All right, Lots of alluding to big things in 22 as part of the 10th year. Showcase in Star Wars Insider Magazine to get more NAMI awareness, normie awareness, 7.0 game design clearly focusing on lobby-based daily content corral, simplified gearing with no customization required, simplified and consolidated UI, simplified self-organizing inventory, reduction and simplification of classes and abilities, plus simplified UI to change and respec, cutting 16 million OPs? I don't know what that is. I'm sure there is more to come, but it's becoming apparent to me that the overall direction of the game is not just becoming more on rails and lobby based because of the existing player base, but to make the game as console friendly as possible for the release on Xbox and maybe Playstation as well. So that's just somebody speculating and theorizing about all of the changes and all the language coming out about Star Wars The Old Republic and why it might be coming to console. I found that to be marginally convincing It's not strongly convincing but that was marginally convincing not sure how good this post is but my friend sent this to me a few days ago about knights of the old republic birdface says the reason that star wars the old republic is underrated is the game systems in the game but to me it's still a decent game Well, when it sounds like they agree with you they're trying to simplify and change all those systems to make them better yeah like creatures saying aren't those systems being slowly reworked as 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 the um as this gentleman in this blog post said Keith Canig, saying they want to modernize the game the modernization of Star Wars The Old Republic That's like, that's like a thing. Do I still have the, 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 yeah, I do. I didn't tweet or do an alert in, in the discord. Let's see if we can't get some people that are, there we go. There we go. I, 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 Creature put this on my radar. Creature put this on my radar. He was like, this looks like next year. They're basically remaking the game. that's what he said and I was like alright let's take a look at what they're saying so I went and I read this blog post and I was like what the frick I was like this is pretty significant they're basically you know slowly changing the game they're slowly changing the game is there is there a specific uh, Star Wars the Old Republic uh, Twitter account it's probably SWOTOR, right tour yep star wars the old republic why play in 2022 send that tweet out as well trying we'll get some more peeps in here to tell us we'll get some more peeps in here to tell us modernization doesn't mean console either these old mmo uis are terrible oh sure eugene i don't want to read too much into it for sure they could just be saying yeah the game's kind of ugly Notice how when numbers aren't to his liking, it was Creature's idea? No, this is fine. This is actually very good. I'm pleased with how many people are here. I'm pleased. I just realized I forgot to send a tweet. I'm also calling it, a lot of people in the community shouted me down. They are gearing up for new classes because there hasn't been a new class since launch. That's what I was thinking, Birdface. Like, clearly, if they're doing these Star Wars The Old Republic updates next year, all throughout the year, there would be like a significant boom moment. They would like drop in a DLC story something and have a new class. Have a new, you know, have a new thing. You know? I could definitely see that being a big draw. It's also getting graphical update. Uh, what? Hang on. Lord of the Rings Online is also getting a graphical update 2022 and a console port. Oh, really? Hi, and I like your show. Thank you. Yeah, if you're new and you've never been here before, we do video game talk shows all throughout the week on this channel and uh, my broadcast is safe for work, so a lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio. I really want to hear from you if you're playing Star Wars The Old Republic or planning on playing in 2022. Take our poll at the top of the chat and let us know. You need to subscribe to Talk in and Chat. And we would love to hear from you. I played day one at launch and I've enjoyed it. I don't play regularly, but I do come back over and over. I have 14 characters. Gee, many Christmas. Are we living in an MMO revival? Here's what's going on, Exbury. This is what I think is going on. I don't think that's why. Right? I don't think the sicky is why. Oh, people are at home more, and blah blah blah. No. no. What I think's going on is, live service is catching on, and live service has slowly turned large portions of the gaming community into more hobbyist gamers. And if you can make an MMO palatable, enjoyable and accessible to hobbyist gamers. I'm not talking about traditional hardcore MMO fans. I'm talking about the lion's share of the gamers out there that play in a hobbyist way daily or every other day. I believe that's what New World's been doing. New World set its sights on the the hobbyist gamer, the hobbyist player, and they've built an MMO that is largely centered around more accessible, more laid-back play styles with the opportunity to play pretty hardcore and get in wars and PvP and run expeditions. And I think lots of gaming communities, or I'm sorry, gaming companies are looking at the landscape and saying there's, there's plenty of reasons right now to build games like this. Gaming revenue has skyrocketed. It's definitely influenced. Well, I'm not saying it's not influenced. I'm talking about if companies are shifting focus and building more MMO style games, I don't think they hatched those plans last year, Eugene. I don't. I think those plans were hatched long ago and 2020 just helped. We know how this works, right? There's no way last year all these companies were like, Stop the presses, we need to do we need to do everything we can to get into the MMO landscape because of the Sicky. I, I don't think so. I really don't. Are there people that are making that shift in that focus right now because of the sicky? Maybe. Maybe. I think gamer behavior changed before last year and dictated some of these plans and decisions and then last year just put a lot of money in the bank. It was like, well, wow, everybody's sitting at home playing. So for these MMOs, I, I think the shift in focus and the fact that there's going to be more of them and we're about to enter the, the, the golden age of MMOs. There's a handful of reasons for that. Number one, the crown is slipping. I think that's a reason. So the crown is slipping from World of Warcraft and the old school games, right? You had EverQuest, you had RuneScape, you had World of Warcraft, and that crown is slipping. And there's new there's new room for games to 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 skyrocket in popularity. You also have games like Final Fantasy showing, look, you can create an ongoing MMO and invest in it, and it can be successful on console as well as PC. And I think a lot of game companies are looking at that and saying, wow. The same thing we debated about this morning, right? Battle passes and those types of progression systems are everywhere now. Why? Well, because look at what Fortnite changed the industry. So, the the live service hobbyist mentality and, and the, and the the, the crown slipping from some of these classic MMOs, it's like, well, what if we modernize the MMO? What if we modernized it? Look at the money these games generate. Look at how popular some of these MMOs are. What if we modernize the MMO? If you modernize it, make it more accessible, more fun, and maybe even inroads for more casual style play, you're gonna make a ton of money. No, I was never a RuneScape kid or EverQuest. I couldn't get into these games. I tried. I never, I've never even played Star Wars The Old Republic. I've not seen it. I've seen some Star Wars The Old Republic gameplay, but I've never myself played the game. I think I played Knights of the Old Republic for like a week and just didn't enjoy it and put it down. I had all these weird glitches with sound or something back in the day. I couldn't get sound to work and I just got tired of it. If it ever came to console, that would be your new go-to for sure. Yeah, a lot of people have said that this morning. They would like to see Star Wars The Old Republic console version. Neffet says, My video game backlog started when I got married 11 years ago. I went from living on my own and playing a lot of games. Then I got married... I only play a handful of games casually. I'm a hobbyist. I, yeah, I think a lot of people are. I think the generation that plays lots of video games has, you know, gotten older and more responsibilities, and it's just it's hard to pull those all nighters. I'm so out of the loop. Did they announce a Star Wars: of The Old Republic, a new one? No. There was a Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 update that was supposed to come out, and it got delayed into next year February. Uh, Their director, I think game director, or creative director Keith Kanig, wrote a blog post for the 10th anniversary of the game. The game's been out for 10 years. And he basically said all of next year, there will be lots of patches, additions, and updates. Like, the game is going to be just better and better and better next year. And I was essentially saying that this looks like next year they're doing a very slow remaster. Not a remake, but a remaster. Making the game prettier, better, and they use the language that they're, they're modernizing the game. They want it to become more modern, more accessible. Right? Um, and my point was, it looks like they're making this game to pull a Diablo three or a Final Fantasy XIV. It's been out for 10 years. It still averages 250,000 players a day. Back when they had updates earlier this year, it was hitting 450, close to 500,000 players a day after 10 years. So this game very likely could have its golden age could start next year. And it looks like Lord of the Rings Online is getting a big push next year as well. So Lord of the Rings Online is planning a visual and technical update for PC and next-gen consoles to capitalize on Amazon's highly publicized large investment in the Lord of the Rings TV series. So I'm by the house on lunch break, and what do I see? Ray just rose in my mailbox, looking at me. Lono, the little picture of a snail your kids drew has absolutely made my day. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. We've only gotten one coffee order today, so if anybody's trying to order some coffee, be sure to get those coffee orders in. If you're new and you've never been here before, we appreciate you being here so, so much. Hit subscribe, that way you can talk in chat. Subscribing is free, and I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. I'll be in your sub-feed all week with gaming news radio you can throw on in the background about all sorts of different topics. This morning we covered the Halo Infinite winter event. And why it's structured poorly. And now we're talking about Star Wars The Old Republic. Why should you play this game next year? We have a poll at the top of the chat that says, Star Wars The Old Republic. Are you playing now or will you play next year? It's a 50-50 split, so cast your vote. Would love that for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The fact that we are kind of niching down into RPGs and MMOs could be very, very good for us if these things keep happening. (laughs) You're mixing up KOTOR and, yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is getting a remake that's probably about two years away or more. Star Wars The Old Republic is a 10-year-long running MMO that's getting a bunch of updates next year that I am calling a slow and steady piecemeal remaster. They're basically remastering the game in pieces. And I mentioned this earlier. Star Wars The Old Republic's YouTube channel updated and uploaded last month all of their cinematic trailers in 4K. They're doing something, man. Something's in the water, okay? This isn't just like a hey, we're 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 going to get rid of some bugs. They have a long-term vision here for this game that extends beyond the 10 years behind it. I think that they see the 10 years behind it as the foundation for a new a new beginning a Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker, a, a Diablo III loot 2.0 system, a, you know, a hey, we, we, we got a great foundation here. Let's really push this pedal down. If, if even in a lull, in a holding pattern, the game can pull 200 to 250,000 players a day, that is really, really good after being out for 10 years and being in a lull. A quarter of a million players a day for a decade-old game that hasn't had an update since August, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Shouldn't the choices be now, next year, or neither? No. Why does somebody always have to do that? <laughs> Shouldn't it be this? No. I wanted to know who's playing now or gonna consider playing next year. That's all I wanted to know. And then I just wanted to know who's not playing at all and who doesn't care to play next year. That's all. I. That's all I want to know it's my poll, and that's how I want it to be <laughs> there's always a detractor on the pole when you have final fantasy 14 having such success that they can't even allow players to come in yeah they've stopped selling it because they, they don't even, they can't get any servers I think companies would be dumb not to try to reach out and put their MMOs on consoles Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. there will Wolverine's game trailer is there a new trailer for Wolverine I would love to get into Final Fantasy XIV, but I feel like it's way too late. Oh, yeah, I feel that. (coughs) Play it live? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to trying out Star Wars The Old Republic. I mean, I, I, I think it'd be worth checking out with you guys. I think it would be worth checking out with you guys, for sure. We got retweeted by a Star Wars The Old Republic uh, retweet account. <laughs> so if you're coming in from there, uh, that'll be interesting to see if that gets us any footing, like any anybody coming in new. Featuring Rob says, I play, it's my main game. The stories, the voice performances, there are a huge amount of content. I'm a Star Wars The Old Republic for life of the game. Nice. It's funny, Lono. I just reinstalled Star Wars The Old Republic. I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to, so it's going to be fun to jump in with you. Yeah, the 7.0 update looks very promising. Where is the info about the Lord of the Rings online remaster? Paul, where'd you get all that? Where Where are you getting these things? Pyro the Imp says, Star Wars The Old Republic is a chill game if you can get a good group of people together, but even if you want to do it solo, there's a lot of stuff to do. 2,536 hours since March the 2nd. Holy frig. Valiant is asking a good question. For anyone that's played Star Wars The Old Republic, how does it compare to Knights of the Old Republic? So these updates that Paul is getting, he's getting them from... Investor presentation and Global 7 December of last year. Didn't Ginger just start Final Fantasy not too long ago? I thought he had been playing that game for a while. I could be wrong though. Creature would know better than I. Yeah, he would know a lot better than me. Ben says it's completely different aside from storytelling okay so gameplay can't compare story times eight the story Paladin says Star Wars The Old Republic actually reminds me a lot of ESO as in it has a lot of good storytelling and is solo friendly for players who want to go that route Knights of the Old Republic combat is not at all like Star Wars The Old Republic Bruce says I've played since the closed beta and will continue to do so I'm looking forward to all the new content and changes I'm happy to have so many people here that I don't I, I don't know if you've ever been here before welcome uh, we enjoy having new people in the talk show we do this Monday through Friday a lot of times two talk shows a day we already did this one this morning about Halo and uh, hit subscribe man it's good to have you hit that bell button I'll be in your sub feed all week with good gaming talk show news and uh, you know if you want to come back every day or only when I'm talking about the things that interest you, that's great Knights of the Old Republic combat is clunkier than Star Wars the Old Republic, says Gabby yo, what's good feed, good to see you in the chat yeah, we're getting we're getting we're getting a little bit of an influx of new people. So if you have never been here before, welcome. Uh, this is SNTR Gaming News, and we do uh, video game talk shows Monday through Friday. We are talking about Star Wars: The Old Republic. Why you should probably consider checking it out in 2022, based on the 7.0 update that is coming in February, as well as a lengthy blog post that they posted for the Star Wars: The Old Republic 10th anniversary. This was posted by Keith Canig and he talked about their big plans for modernizing the game, bringing the game forward, making it better more accessible. I am essentially saying from what it sounds it sounds to me like they're doing a slow remaster, not a remake, but a remaster of the game to bring it forward, make it more accessible better, prettier, more playable with content injections. This to me feels like the Final Fantasy 14 or the Diablo 3 you know plan turning point hinge, whatever you want to call it how a really old game can rebuild reinvent and almost relaunch itself to an extent i usually lurk around but i watch all the time star wars the old republic got me chatting well it's good to have you chatting last paladin thank you i always like seeing that just the right topic brings somebody out i like that i i've I've always enjoyed that element of live streaming i'm new i just recently discovered from the anthem streams (laughs) shut up gail Eric says, the starting zone for the Empire is one of the best starting zones in an MMO I've ever played. Final Fantasy XIV isn't terrible, but I didn't like WoW's new starting zone. Will you make a guild? Oh, homie, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We have a company that we made in, in New World, so if we got into a game like this and I was enjoying it, um, we would certainly look into community building. We have a Discord server. We do. We have a Discord server that you can go into. Doesn't cost you anything to go in there and hang out. If you become a paying member on this channel, there's a lot more that opens up to you in the Discord server, as well as maybe you can join in on Friday nights. We do Halo Infinite custom games or other game nights, and that's something you can take advantage of as a paying member. We are trying to hit a member goal of 500 members. We just recently hit a member goal of 400. The biggest thing we'd love to see is you hit sub and come back. I'm a safe for work broadcaster, so you can subscribe in confidence. We're trying to hit that really amazing goal of 10,000 subs. That'll be huge for us going into the new year. We appreciate you being here. Me being safe for work. Tons of people throw me on in the background Monday through Friday like video game radio. I'll get you through the day. It's really, really great kind of background noise. I'm never really quiet for long. Three bags of Frickmas will get you in. Yeah, there's other ways to support the channel. I am always wearing a shirt from 80s Tees. They have an amazing Star Wars collection for all you Star Wars fans. These are disc plates. They have amazing Star Wars disc plates. Uh, I have a Darth Vader one. I have a Book of Boba Fett one. Uh, So make sure and use those links if you want to support me directly. If you're doing any last-minute Christmas shopping, I have an Amazon affiliate link below in the description as well as an Amazon command. So those are all the ways to support. You've woken up the lurkers, right? Ferryman says, I played Knights of the Old Republic about a year ago on console. It's a very dated game is all I can say, but considering the age, it was probably very impressive at the time. Oh, sure. I would recommend waiting for 7.0, says Pyro, to come out if you've never played before. Combat is going to get a lot of changes. That's my plan, Pyro, and that's a good word. I think you're right. If you've never touched the game, this is why I'm framing today's stream in, should you play the game in 2022? And I'm telling you that I, I, I think you should. You should at least try it out to see, man, what are they doing to this thing? It's a 10-year-old game that, that garners a quarter of a million people playing it every single day. That's significant. Um, we love our worker lurkers. Thank you for using those emotes. Thank you, thank you. I'm hitting chat today because of Star Wars The Old Republic being a topic. Also, Knights of The Old Republic uses D20 turn-based combat system, and Star Wars The Old Republic does tab-target WoW-style combat. They're not comparable generally. Okay, that's a really, really helpful comparison. Thank you, Phoenix.
1: <clears throat>
0: I hope the Knights of the Old Republic remake makes a combat like the MMO. Steve Marson says, by the way, 80s tees come in bigger sizes than extra small that Lona was wearing. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. This is a medium, sir. I will have you know. Scratch Z says, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't really like how the combat works and I don't like a monthly fee. Oh, I totally hear you on that. I do. I- I'll tell you right now. What drew me to New World gameplay was the combat being more like an action-adventure game. And what turns me off, generally, from MMOs is the is the tab-style ability thing. I-, I don't like it that much. Maybe this game will convert me. I don't know. But I, I definitely sympathize with you. Like, yeah, I love Star Wars, man. Running around like like... running around like this, hang on, that's the wrong cap card, running around like this with a lightsaber, my gosh, like, I want to do it, oh my word (laughs) like, I would love that combat's definitely different but I think the story and the style and the feel is comparable, you guys are kind of convincing me with the story commentary it's a true medium it's just a regular medium stop being so concerned with my body size (laughs) if you plan on doing a Star Wars The Old Republic stream with 7.0 I volunteer to be your Sherpa I think what's really valuable when I do something like that birdface is to literally just go in blind by myself so a new player can be like what's this going to be like if I boot this up later I always appreciate the offers for assistance like if you're in chat or in the discord and can be like helping me sure but I think there's really something to be said for being like here's what it's like man, brand new player here's what it feels like you get mass effects you get um, 8, I think you meant to put 8, you get 8 mass effects for free no 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 joke, the campaigns are very well acted and good stories that could be a fun series that could be a fun series that we do, you know Star Wars The Old Republic Saturdays, and it's just me playing for a couple hours, just slowly working through the entire story. <laughs> it would take forever. I would know, a whole year. And you're like, you're not even halfway done, Lono. Mm-mm-mm-mm. At least Lono doesn't wear girl pants like my brother. <laughs> he wanted to look like a rock star, or he wanted to sing like one. <laughs> the tight pants might help with that. HBJ plays Star Wars The Old Republic. Now that would be a series. That would be a mashup. I wish it played like The Force Unleashed. Yeah, or like Jedi Fallen Order. Birdface says, For all the Star Wars The Old Republic players in chat, Thick Baras. What are you saying? What are you saying? Are you telling people to sub to the channel? (laughs) Are you telling people to sub? You can't be Sith though, Lono. Otherwise you have to change the name of the channel again. Magorn Magoogle says, Star Wars the Old Republic is where I came up with the name Magorn Magoogle ten years ago. Really? You mean Darth Baras the Wide? What's happening? Dude, I just beat the Valkyrie Queen in God of War after like 30 attempts, and immediately after beating her, my power went out. Oh, boy. That's scary. That's scary. Mipsy says, let's get the like count up. Yeah, can we hit 200 likes? Oh, we can hit 200 likes right now. There's 25 people that haven't hit the like button yet. That's all we need. Let's let's hit 200. Let's hit a milestone. For all we knowing, he has leggings on right now. I don't have leggings on i got on a nice soft comfy pair of pumas they keep me keep me warm down here in the basement in my in my studio <laughs> i've had way too much of the Frickmas blend this morning and i'm not sorry oh yeah everybody likes the Frickmas blend yeah it's a very popular blend from our coffee very popular and slippers yeah yeah and slippers dude i i I embrace old man old man fashion when i'm cold i don't care i layer with a sweater or a zip up comfy pants and slippers i don't even care (laughs) i'm not walking down a runway you know what i mean like what do i care what do i care bro (laughs) well I'm not not trying to impress anybody. (laughs) I'm not trying to impress anybody. Socks and
1: sandals.
0: (laughs) I'd like to say I hate BRs and Tactical Slayer. You don't even get a sidekick. Lady JC, have you ever played SWAT? What are you saying? He gave the goose to Goodwill. No, they're still here. They're still here. I just can't have them on screen. I was going to get a bunch of geese for friggin' Christmas. Literally beat the lights out of the Valkyrie. <laughs> Literally beat the lights out of him. PZ says, that's legit how I'm dressed right now. Old man loungewear. Yeah, I just embrace it, dude. I don't care. Crocs and socks. I'm not an animal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a monster. There was a time where in the summer, I really did like doing flip-flops. I did. I went through like a flip-flop phase. It was just so easy. So easy and lazy. You know what I mean? I've never done socks and sandals or socks and crocs though I wouldn't mind seeing the 4k updates I don't know if we want to run those trailers though I don't know I don't know I I always any anything Star Wars makes me nervous. You prefer the sidekick? Oh, I mean, I know you prefer the sidekick, but that's SWAT, bro. A BR? I mean, a, a battle, the battle rival? That's, that's SWAT,
1: dude.
0: If Lono cut his own grass, he'd be wearing a pair of 10-year-old white New Balances. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm going to convince you to play. Look at how cute my Tauntaun pet is. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> run the updates without sound homie I've run trailers I've been in this scene and I've had a trailer running here with no sound and gotten hit doesn't, the sound doesn't matter anything take two it, it, it's it's a fourth of the dadgum screen with no sound and they'll, they'll hit the video so I don't cover their crap anymore Eric says, back to work. Hope you can get into some Star Wars The Old Republic soon. Thank you. I wear Crocs and socks. I'm not upset with you now, but in exactly two years, you will pay. What's the Discord link? It's either you can go to discord.gg slash SNTR network or you can click the link in chat that I just use a command for one uh, and Sven use it as well. if you guys are tuning in for Star Wars the Old Republic I'm asking the question why should you play in 2022 we read through some pretty significant announcements and things that they had to say regarding the 10 year anniversary the Star Wars the Old Republic 10th anniversary we love to hear from the people that are playing hey we sold some more coffee a bag of dark roast to mostly Martinez thank you mostly Martinez second coffee order of the day thank you again to all the new subs uh, anybody who picked up a membership today anybody who um, <clears throat> smashed the like button any of those things we appreciate you being here thank you thank you thank you I haven't read my CPU in a few years it's going to be nice with all this tech <laughs> yeah everything that they're doing with man Unreal 5 whew, games are about to get nuts three three years from now dude it's about to get crazy I was nervous having that joke I don't talk in chat all that often but I've been a part of this community for years thanks for not yelling at me P.S. I'm sad you didn't even give me a light chuckle <laughs> sorry sorry I thought Star Wars The Old Republic was free to play. Did it go back to monthly? It's both Justin It's both free to play and subscription based So For those of you that don't know, you hear me talking about coffee and people ordering coffee. We, we have our own coffee. This is not like some company you're going to go order from and then I get a kickback. This is in my house. I've got a light roast, a dark roast, and a holiday blend that's 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 running low. or It's getting there and, uh, my kiddos and my wife bag that up for you and they ship it to you. You're supporting like a family owned and operated business. And we really appreciate everybody who has been ordering the coffee and continues to order the coffee. If you're curious about the flavors, just ask in chat. We'll, we'll be sure to get people to answer that have bought it on their own and will tell you. Yo, what's good, Mo? If anyone's concerned with subscribing to Star Wars The Old Republic, don't. There's so much stuff to do with the free to play and more than unlocks, um and more of that unlocks once you sub just once you might find subbing is amazing yeah I think that's a good word from uh from from Rob yeah just don't do it just try it out like download it play it I mean people are saying there's just there's so much there's so much story content just download it and try it I did enjoy subscribing, but after I canceled the game, uh, after I canceled, the game was still super fun. There you go. Petition to change the dark roast to the Zubair roast. <laughs> no. <laughs> In my humble opinion, subbing is absolutely worthwhile, says Rob. Yeah, there you go. there's good stuff if you aren't subbed but once you are subbed you won't want to be unsubbed because of the garbage restrictions Ashin says I, li- I find it fascinating and I was like this too that people who don't like sub fees have no problem with recurring battle passes and cosmetics right 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 Ashen. yeah you know why I think because it's clear what you're getting right my dad works at a UCC restaurant, and there's coffee at the UCC restaurant. Oh, that's fine. I think because they know exactly what they're getting, they're paying for access, and they get all this stuff, and they get this great experience, right? I, I think that's why. I think the problem with the battle passes is they feel like they're getting, they feel like pieces of the game are getting sliced up and sold to them in pieces. That's why people don't like it. I'm not saying they're correct, but that's why. That's why I think that's why I think they they divide it. But Tasmo says. I've had all three of the Rageless Roast, all of the smoothest coffee I've had, no lie. I've done French Press, Percolator, and Drip. It's all amazing. Fast delivery, too. I appreciate you saying that, Mataz, but thank you. My wife works really hard to make sure you guys get this coffee like lightning fast. Like, the week that you order it, it shows up. In most other places, that is not the case. You're waiting a week or more. Chromlek says, my issue with subs is sort of what happened to me with ESO. The sub is optional, but when you really get into it, it's not really a choice anymore. See, this is how I look at subs, Cromleg, Kr- uh, because I think what you're saying is actually a really good discussion point. I actually think that the sub is legitimate fine, and it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a point of contention if you feel you get tons of value. Right? That's how I always looked at, that's how I always looked at, the ESO subscription fee. People who play ESO are like, yeah, it's a sub fee, but and if you don't do the sub fee, it, it dramatically hinders your play, but it's so much value I don't care. I'm playing so much, and I get so much, I simply do not care about this sub fee, and I think it's very similar for games like Star Wars The Old Republic or Final Fantasy. You feel you are getting so much value that you, th- that the transaction feels so fair and, and and probably feels satisfying. Yes, please, sir. I'll have another. You know, you're you're fine with it. Yet no issue. I I think of that with subscription services for things like Hulu and Netflix. I don't even think about it. Why? Because of the value it brings to my life. I pull it up, watch, good. Next next night, pull it up, watch, good. It's wonderful. You know? I've been selling for three years straight since a coup de Papa*. No other game has done this to me. Valiant says, I am still at a loss as to why they haven't made a film or a series with the KOTOR, SWOTOR world. I'm so bored of the Skywalker story. They could do some great stuff in those worlds. Sure. I think they could. Just totally branch off. I think that's kind of what they were hoping to do with the mandalorian but then it circled back and there's you know there's (laughs) there's clear connections to uh what you're talking about right a sub i am fine with nowadays because every month at least in final fantasy 14 and every other mmos i'm getting stuff in the game uh and other live services just shove it in the battle pass right right that's, why, that's where I think the difference is. I think that is where the difference is. People are like, yeah, I'm totally fine paying a subscription fee because I know what I'm getting. The value is undeniably worth it. And that's the difference between a sub-fee and a battle pass. Just think about it. A battle pass might have a bunch of cosmetics on it you don't like. You know? Okay, here's a picture of the free-to-play versus preferred versus subscription yeah so free to play with star wars the old republic you get story content sprint what's sprint emergency fleet pass that's really hard to read because the, the the orbs are like half full or partially full I, I don't know what that means that's that that's tough that that's not that that doesn't feel very informational it feels odd Yeah, Book of Boba Fett's next week. Unfortunately, we're going to get the High Republic, not the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, in Eclipse. Yeah, Star Wars Eclipse is like, what, the High Republic? You know, UCC is a Japanese company. Uh, Uishima? Uishima Coffee Company? Headquarters in Kobe. Oh, really? There you go. my Korean friend was telling me last night on how they because I say that like Japanese and Korean sound similar because it sounds like percussion and he explained like that is true they really enunciate certain things like McDonald's they don't say McDonald's they say McDonald's like they, they hit each letter really hard Star Wars is best as a western it doesn't work in the periods of success I don't know if I would agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that. The orbs represent full access, oh full partial minimal, minimal or none. They tried to remove old canon when they joined Disney, but they added so much crap the fans refused to accept the new canon. Star Wars is the best with conflict. High Republic isn't conflict. Ashton says, oh yeah, and battle passes have XP boosters and worthless currency. So much filler. Look at Halo. Meanwhile, Final Fantasy XIV, an update has armor in the dungeon and I want to run for better gear and glam. Right. Here in Japan, McDonald's is called maku. That's good and short. That's good and real short. (laughs) That's the American way, you know? Just make it shorter and easier to say. You know? Make it shorter and easier to say. Hmm... what happened why is this guy's why is this guy trending <clears throat> a guy named robbie i don't i don't know who it is i don't know the story there in fact japanese are quite like americans really Civil War, Gritty Frontier are all the best parts in the periods of Star Wars. Yeah, I was talking about that last night with my my friend, because he's Korean and he didn't watch Star Wars until very recently, and I was explaining why I don't like the first three movies. And I said, you know, the reason that Mandalorian and Rogue One and, you know, Empire Strikes Back and New Hope are all the best it's because they feel gritty and dirty and it feels old and it feels you know dangerous right and then it gets too clean I said you you can see that like the Return of the Jedi starts out really rough you're at Jabba's Palace and there's a Rancor and it's and the Sarlacc pit monster and then the video and then the movie ends with the friggin Ewoks you're like what happened it's the injection of that that kid movie thing that, that Lucas does and then you go watch episodes one, two, and three, and it it's serious, right? There's a kid who's he's enslaved, and he has to leave his mother, and there's war, and people are dying, and it's all so domesticated and clean, and just it's all kiddish. It doesn't work. Like even the fight with Darth Maul, it's just it's so domesticated. It it, Ewan McGregor brings wrath and anger to the fight, but it still feels so clean and so. And it feels it feels like a kids' movie. It doesn't feel if you if you were to read if you were to read the accounts and the descriptions of what happens in like the first movie, the Phantom Menace, it would seem very serious and somber. But then you watch the movie and you're like, "Let's do a barrel roll!" Like what what's happening? That's fundamentally that is fundamentally what is wrong with those movies like th- it's not what that what happens it isn't it's not what happens yeah it's this sterile domesticated kid movie crap it's not even about the fact that like it's pre-collapse and there's success and there's big cities it's not even about that it's thematically dissonant you literally have a, a guy losing his grip and killing for love and even kind of being creepy and it just doesn't work it doesn't you have a guy who chokes his wife out and kills children and it doesn't feel it never feels that serious it just feels so so sterile and domesticated if you were to just read a bullet point line by line description of what's going to be contained in the phantom menace and then the clone wars and then the last movie or whatever what's the, whatever the last one's called it's like you'd be like wow these are gonna be pretty serious these are gonna be pretty crazy and then you watch it and you're like what the frick is this what's this kid movie crap it's the George Lucas Ewok effect it's the George Lucas Ewok effect it's like you have a serious dark story with death and then in walk Ewoks you're like what is this well we, he wanted to sell toys so instead of having a force full of Wookies that would have understandably been able to take out as the indigenous people they are going to take out the stormtroopers and then we get dumb little teddy bears with sticks you'll like the Star Wars the Old Republic stories in If you're new and tuning in for the Star Wars The Old Republic asking the question why you should play in 2022 feel free to hit subscribe so you can contribute to the conversation in chat. We want to hear from people who are playing or are planning on playing. That's why we have the poll at the top of the chat. 434 votes. Thank you for all those votes. Thank you for being here. The Ewoks were so lame. What are you talking about? Lucas is good with big picture. He needed people on the ground with those ideas to flesh them out. He even said for the prequels, he was surrounded by yes men. Yeah, nobody wanted to tell the great George Lucas that you 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 have to be hands off. You're making you're making horrible decisions. You cannot be in control creatively. You got to drive the vision and then back off. You're not a director. He's not. He's not a director. He's a tinkerer. He likes to tinker and fiddle. He goes back with his old movies and he adds little goofy things. Uh, you know, some guy singing in Java's Palace. Like, what is this? What? Why is this in the movie? What is this song? Where's the original weird sort of odd tribal song from the original why do I have a CGI little furball yelling at me because George Lucas is a tinkerer he's not a director he likes to tinker and get in and fiddle with stuff you can't let him do that you can't It, it would be like putting me in charge of your inventory in your warehouse I could come to your warehouse cast a big picture vision maybe help with some structural things logistically to make things run smooth but if you asked if you asked me to run the warehouse and check inventory and do attention to detail, I'd be horrible at it. I'm not I'm not good at attention to detail. I'm good at big picture. And that's why George Lucas is 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 so great and we we owe so much to him for the Star Wars universe, but you can't let him touch the movie. He's going to tinker with it and he's going to overbake it. He's going to overtune it. It's like what is all this stuff It doesn't feel cohesive. It feels weird. That's why The Empire Strikes Back is the best movie he didn't direct it. That's exactly right. It is. It's the best movie. It's the best written. It's the best paced. It's the funniest. It's got the best combination of 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 setting and dialogue and drama and combat and character development Empire Strikes Back is is easily the best.
1: <clears throat>
0: like Han Solo saying you could use a good kiss. I mean that that's better that's better than like the entire scripts of like episodes one through three what are you doing are you expecting earlier I'm gonna have a bad temper I like to be bothered. (laughs) Sebastian Montescalco, His wife's like, why are you like this? He's like, I like to be bothered. And I'm like, that's my spirit animal. He didn't direct Jedi either, though. He had a lot of creative control over Jedi, homie. He's the reason that we got Ewoks instead of Wookiees. Like, he had a lot... Yeah, my wife just said they're so cootie. Yeah. There's there's your there's your great review summary of Return of the Jedi. clarifying that it's wednesday right i didn't sleep tuesdays it's wednesday okay i understand just don't clear my fridge out yet that's all i'm saying or did you already do that don't clear my fridge out yet we can do that later that's all i'm saying It's good yeah Harrison Ford admitted that Han's best lines were the ones that he just said when he, when he thought the character should say instead of what Lucas had written the man can't do dialogue I didn't realize that was true I'd love to see a new Spaceballs roasting the new stuff yeah he had Kazdin though that says something Kazdin wrote Empire Jedi and Raiders of the Lost Ark oh I don't think the writing is bad in Return of the Jedi I think the writing is fine it's it, it really is the Ewoks like I said return of the Jedi starts out it is awesome it's dark it's dreary you're back in the desert and Luke shows up and he's got like a black outfit on and he's like pushing dudes back with his fingers like oh man this is awesome you have a rancor Snapping bones with his mouth and eating people, and then you got a Sarlacc pit monster, you get Han Solo, you got friggin' Billy D. Williams. Like, what do you mean? Return of the Jedi is great, and then all of a sudden, you got teddy bears with sticks hitting stormtroopers. You're like, what happened? It doesn't make any sense it's so thematically confusing. Like, this is so serious and so big and they, they're sneaking around and they're all in camouflage and everything depends on them to take the shield out. And in walks the Ewoks. And you're like, what is this? Like, Java's palace is so dark. It's classic Star Wars. And then, you know, Ewoks. Aida! And they're like hitting guys with sticks. And these stormtroopers are like, oh, oh. I I'll go right now and get a and get a an exact replica of stormtrooper armor, and I'll let my kids wail on it with sticks, and it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt at all. <laughs> Jedi is fine generally. The Ewoks just changed the tone too much. You have to have moments of levity in a dark story, but it became the Muppet show out of nowhere. That's a great way of saying it. That is such a great way of saying it, yes. It really didn't make much sense that the Empire lost to a bunch of bear cubs. Why didn't they just start burning down the forest? Or, I don't know, just shooting them. Just shoot them all. It wouldn't be hard. They don't have anything. Like at least the at least the Gungans, they gave like the Gungans technology to block and and attack. And the Ewoks were just like, yeah, you know, we're 3 feet tall and we got sticks and rocks. Ewoks are annoying in Battlefront 2 as well. The special characters. Empire, Rogue One, New Hope, Jedi, and Force Awakens are the top five for me. Oh, fight me? Yeah, I would... Empire and Rogue One are almost tied. Oh my gosh, they're almost tied. Oh, Stardust. Oh my gosh, Rogue is so
1: good. Hmm.
0: Hmm. It's just excellent. It's just it's so fun. So well done. Anything from Mando I put up there anything. Anything from Mando I put up there. It's all good. It's all good. (laughs) I would take Jedi Fallen Order's story. Honestly, Jedi Fallen Order, the story in that, I would take that over episodes one through three and episodes, you know, episode eight. Seven and nine are fine, but they're just they're not that they're not they're not excellent. Jedi Fallen Order is awesome man it's just so dope I'm telling you right now they could bring him into the future I'm telling you right now the next Jedi Fallen Order what you do with the next Jedi Fallen Order is, is you you allow you play as him and he helps Seer, the girl he helps her reconnect with the force and then he helps the, the witch sister or whatever her name is she ends up wielding the lightsaber and becoming playable as well then you end that. The, you end that Jedi Fallen Order. You end it with uh, Cal getting frozen in carbonite. He gets frozen in carbonite, and then stashed away somewhere. And then, and then you can bring him into Mandalorian. Like Mando finds him. Like they end up figuring out. Like wait, we, we you know, there's another Jedi somewhere. There's rumors of another Jedi somewhere. And they he would go find him frozen in carbonite and wake him up, and then Cal would be weak and not have good connection to the Force all over again. Oh, it'd be so good. And that's how they track down that they, they would use Cal to track down you know Grogu. I think they could eventually bring in Cal, but it looks like they are bringing in the Rebels characters to live action. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I but I think I think he could bring in Cal easy. And then you'd have him exit from the game and then the game would the, the third the third Jedi fall in order you could take over and play as the as the women. Cal's young enough to be in Mando? I thought he'd have to be frozen for a while. Oh, you could have him be older. I guess you'd have to do like, you'd have to do some makeup, right? You'd have to age him. because he is quite young. I guess that's true. <clears throat> Cal's perfect age for Mando. Just need to figure out a story. Hasn't he been cast in Mando or do they just or did they walk that back? Oh I don't know. What's the actor's name? He played the Joker in Gotham, didn't he? Wasn't that him? At least I thought he did. Am I imagining something? Oh, he wasn't in Gotham. What am I thinking of? I thought he was in Gotham. I must be thinking of a different show. Cameron Monaghan. There he is. I thought he played the Joker. He was the Joker. Okay, I didn't see him listed in Gotham. Uh, let's see. See all filmography, upcoming projects, DC Showcase, Commandi, The Last Boy on Earth, Shameless, Shameless, Acting for a Cause, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh no, I had to click on upcoming projects. Shattered Paradise Highway and My Love Affair with Marriage. He's not, it's not listed on IMDb. He's Proto Joker, Jerome. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, he could he could easily be, uh, he could easily be in uh, Mando. If you search his name, Mandalorian. Will he ever appear in a live action? He stole the show in Jedi Fallen Order as Cal Kestis. Yeah, people are just speculating that he could make his appearance in Mandalorian. It's not. It's not been confirmed or anything. The guy. The guy that is you. Have, you don't know who he is. He was in a, a video game. No, he's not nobody. The studio often strip credits from upcoming projects, like they did with uh, Barry, Koygan. Ewoks had the Force. Are you behind Jaggy or just being silly? You just trying to stir things up? Ewoks had the fours. Oh, did they? Hera from Rebels was cast as well as Sabine, and rumor is the guy that played Aladdin in the live action movie was cast as Ezra Bridger. Hmm. I thought I heard a rumor that they cast him and did all the mocap for Jedi Fallen Order with the intent to feature him in a live action adaptation of the character. I mean, it's very, very possible. There's also a theory that Jedi Fallen Order 2 will be the last game and he will die for a cause or something. Hmm. Atrocity says, so my thing about Star Wars The Old Republic. Yeah, yeah, we we talked for Star Wars for The Old Republic for about an hour. We, We got more out of that topic than I thought we were going to. His role was being kept secret in the new Batman, but it leaked. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I mean it's certainly possible that they they cast him in Jedi Fallen Order knowing full well that they would use him later my thing with Star Wars The Old Republic is I played a lot at the beginning and then I quit and have been scared to come back uh, that it would be shut down but hearing it's at 250,000 I will come back well, and here's the thing, Atrocity. The the Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 update hits in February is going to be a huge reason to come back and start fresh. Because the character creation, the classes, the the, the combat stances, all of it, Like they're modernizing the game. So that'd be a great, great time to come back. Lono, well, recently discovered you. I think I may have stopped visiting your channels back when uh, Destiny Bungie Community was targeting you. What happened with that crap? Uh, and what do you think of Bungie? Uh, let me let me do a little research here feels like you're trying to derail that feels like a derail although your account is old so it, apparently it's not a derail okay you've had a YouTube account for six years um, I, I, if you want to know my thoughts then I have a whole video on the Bungie thing on this channel so you can go watch it I'm not talking about that today I have, a, I have a whole video about the IGN coverage and how I think it's spin, and I've I've even had former employees of Bungie reach out. So if you want if you want like my full thoughts all fleshed out, there's a whole stream of that, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sabotage today to talk about it. I was in the middle of a race in Riders Republic, so I couldn't give my Ewok theory in time. You think that the Ewoks had the Force? <laughs> oh. I'm not a huge MMO fan, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. I've tried Star Wars: The Old Republic, and I just couldn't get into it, and would love a reason to try again. February is going to be a great time to try again for sure. Star Wars: The Old Republic in 2022, I think, is going to be a very different game as as the as the year progresses. We also have an entire seasons a series about that on presents. Yeah, I have a whole series on my larger channel. It's called the Say No to Rage story. Like in word, the ninth episode hits tomorrow and it's an early conclusion we're we're ending early because I explain it all tomorrow I'm curious because the High Republic is what Star Wars is really heading to now and I wonder if Star Wars the Old Republic will adapt that a bit My company got bought by another company, says Zabair. Apparently, step one is the integration. And the integration is to ruin my ability to do any work. (laughs) If you're tuning in and you play Star Wars The Old Republic, we want to hear from you. The poll at the top of the chat says, Star Wars The Old Republic, are you playing now or will you play next year? Uh, Significant changes on the horizon. And curious... What you guys think? Uh, curious if you're playing now or plan to play more or in the future, uh, and and you know, and convince us if you're playing and enjoying it. Darth Jar Jar is real. I hate that theory. That theory is just so that that's like the is water's not wet. It's just so fake. It's not like a real. It's just people memeing. It's just people memeing. you know thank you so much this guy just left a comment on this morning's stream he said dude I disagree with you all the time but you're extremely fair and honest about your opinion and I find that very refreshing keep up the good work I always appreciate that when someone's like man I don't ever agree with you on almost anything but you're fair (laughs) that's what we strive for The actor basically confirmed it. What a- What actor confirmed what? A cranky panda, so basically a Sith Ewok. <laughs> I am not in a good mood. I'm a very cranky panda right now. <laughs> uh, I'm the resident recon. Jar Jar was supposed to be the big bad, but everyone hated him so much they changed it up. I don't understand where, where where has this been confirmed? But the Darth Jar theory is worse than Ray, your parents were nobodies. They were yeah, they were junk traders, yeah. The voice actor Darth Jar Jar is real. There's so much evidence. No, but the, no there's not. I've looked at all those theories. They literally twist the fabric of reality. They they make they they misrepresent things. I've looked at the elaborate theories about Darth Jar Jar, and they misrepresent things. They take things directly out of context or misrepresent scenes. I'm like, that's not how that happens. That's not true. And they do it because it's the internet, and who's gonna go watch the dadgum movie to check it? It's just it's entertaining, so everybody buys into it. It's not true. It's just people memeing on the internet, and they, they can be very convincing, because if you rip a bunch of stuff out of context and misrepresent it, you can do all kind of things. Don't get me wrong, it's my favorite thing to use to mess with Star Wars fans, but it's real. I have never seen anything to indicate that they initially had plans for Jar Jar to be the big bad, and they changed their mind because everybody hated him. That doesn't make any sense at all in light of the first movie. So they knew people were going to hate him somehow, because in the first movie, he he doesn't do anything he doesn't do anything to indicate that he's like some maniacal bad guy in hiding. It it's it's very, it's very clear who the bad guy is. It's Darth Maul. How many how many Sith Lords can you have then? Cuz that doesn't that break Star Wars lore or whatever? I'm convinced half the internet you hate the Dutch, but it's the internet also. Why do you hate the Dutch so much? Jar Jar was supposed to make love to Anakin's girlfriend in the third movie, but everyone hated it, so they took it out. This is what you see. This this is how absurd it sounds. They did try to plant a seed that Jar Jar was dumb enough to be bad. I I he couldn't swing the double saber without cutting his own ears off, right? I don't. It won't adopt High Republic theory here old republic high republic movies oh in that order rule of two come on guys right like so they so they planted seeds that they were breaking the rule of two with a bumbling gungan i heard that lucas loved the idea of having the character you meet on the side of the road who you think is a nobody somehow be important So, okay, they could have been entertaining the idea in a conceptual phase, but there is no way on God's green earth you're going to convince me that the story-making decisions they made for The Phantom Menace was laying the groundwork for Jar Jar being a significant and dark or evil person. No! There's no way. They may have entertained it. There, there may have been a time where they entertained the idea, like, what if this bumbling guy here was actually bad or or, an, or, secret agent of the Sith or something? They clearly didn't do that. That first movie, there is nothing there. Every, I'm telling you, every single time I've entertained this conspiracy and I've went and read the posts, they always misrepresent what happens in the first movie to trick people. I, Every single time. I feel terrible for the Jar Jar actor, though. He got death threats for that role. Nah, whatever. Jar Jar, I mean, that's the idea of Luke. Yeah, that he's just a nobody farm boy and he ends up being somebody special. It's the narcissism of the chosen one. Like, you know what I mean? Like one individual is just, you know, mundane and not important, but actually they're insanely important. Depends on the Sith Lord. Some believed in as many Siths as the Jedi. Some believe just one in the apprentice and some believe in another that I can't remember. People with the clever idea would have, have written such a crappy character for the entire rest of the time. Right. Hmm. Both Ahmed Best, Jar Jar, and Jake Lloyd, Young Anakin, were both land based and got death threats. Generally, got the shaft. What well, ruined Hayden Christensen's career? I mean, he couldn't get movies after that. I'm glad he's going to get to redeem himself in Obi Wan. People are going to actually see that he's a good actor. It wasn't his fault. It was 100% not his fault what what happened. The voice actor said, it feels good when the hidden meaning behind the work is seen no matter how long it takes around when the theory was blowing up. Oh, for Frick's sake. He could be messing with people. I wouldn't take what he's saying to the bank. He could be just messing with people. He was one of the most hated characters in the movie. He probably thought it was great that everybody was like doing this weird internet conspiracy theory meme thing where they're like, oh, Jar Jar is actually a, a Sith Lord. And then and then he, he pours gas on the fire. He's like, yeah, it feels good when the hidden meaning behind the work is seen no matter how long it takes. Get the frick out of here. He's messing with people. I don't buy it. I also don't believe that they changed their mind because the fans didn't like take to the character. Yeah, they, they poked us with him in the second movie because he looks right at the camera and smirks like, yep, I'm still in the movie. I know you all hate me. They wouldn't have changed their mind about that. I don't think so. Oh, everybody hates him. Better change our better change our plans. All Siths are not Sith Lords. The rule of two is for the Sith Lords. I am t- you gotta make a better case than the voice actor saying something. I just- I once looked at this, I went, watched the videos, and looked at like a forum post or something, and I was like, w- so much of this is misrepresentation of what happens in the first movie. They're, tw- they're twisting things to fit a- they're, they're twisting things to fit a, a predetermined narrative. There can be two, no more, no less. One to embody the power, and the other to crave it. It's literally the Sith rule of two. It was more than just not liking the character. Like the guy said, it was hated. Dude was getting death threats. Sorry joining in late. For anyone who wanted to come back to Star Wars The Old Republic... Subbing for a single month gives you all of the current DLC. Well, Cletus, d- d- if I if I sub for a month and then I cancel it in the second month, do I still have access to all the DLC, or does that stuff get closed off to me once the sub once my subscription ends? By the way, if you guys are just tuning in and you're wanting to talk about Star Wars: The Old Republic. Why play or play in the future? Take the poll at the top of the chat. Remember to sub to the channels. We'd love to hear from you. Whoever keeps saying this isn't correct. Lucas said Jar Jar was the key of helping the theory along to... oh yeah. What's this say here? The Rule of Two was a Sith philosophy established by the Sith Lord Darth Bane in order for the Sith to operate in secret and eventually get revenge on the Jedi Order following the near annihilation of the Jedi-Sith War. Successor to the Doctrine of Dyad, the rule mandated that only two Sith Lords could exist at any given time. A Master to represent the power of the dark side of the Force and an apprentice to train under the Master as the one to fulfill their role. The Philosophy of Two governed the Lords of the Sith. When someone in UChat says the voice actor confirmed it, Lamau. Um. Hang on. Actors you're looking for, and there's a lot more to his character than initially meets the eye, but original plans for the character were shelved after the poor reaction to his antics. What can I say about this? Uh, I kind of said it on Twitter. There's a a lot about it that's true. There are some things that are not true. Could Jar Jar have evolved into that? I think the answer is yes. Because of Backlash, and rightfully so, Lucasfilm backed off from Jar Jar a lot. But a lot of the influence I put into the character mirrored a lot with what was already in the Star Wars universe. So was there an official Darth Jar Jar in the works? That's really a George Lucas question. I cannot answer that question. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they might have thought, hey, wouldn't it be funny, we'll plant all these seeds, and if we decide to do it later, cool, right? But that guy is not confirming that at all. Creature's saying lords, Sith lords, not the Sith. So creature saying there can be other Sith, but they're not Sith lords, is what Creature's saying. The rule of two applies to the lords, not the Sith in general. What about Jedi Fallen Order? There's Darth Vader and there's, uh, uh, what's her name? Stella, Hella, Strella, Trilla. There's just two in that, isn't there? Oh no, no, that that actually I think might be right. Aren't those other people you fight that you fight the second sister? Isn't she a Sith as well? But she's not a Sith Lord. There's Darth and there's Trilla, but you fight that other big maniac with the lightsaber. Who? What was? She, what is she considered? Inquisitors are different than Sith lords. So we're, in, but were Inquisitors considered Sith or just an arm of the Empire? Hundreds of Sith lords. Hundreds of Sith, but only one Lord can only ever be one boss. The rule of two means one Lord, one apprentice. Vader, Palpatine, but previous Lords used different policies. Trilla is an inquisitor, Jedi hunters, not Sith. So they were they were an arm of the Empire. Got it. I cannot answer that question, chat. The actor confirmed it. Sith are also a race. Okay. Well, according to the actor himself, he did not confirm that that they, they had plans to make him evil. It w- They were in talks and considering it, and then the entire idea was scrapped after everybody hated him. So it is true that they were considering it. But there is nothing in that first movie... L- l- listen to the phrasing. Listen to the phrasing here, right? There are some things that are true. Uh... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Where where did he say it? There are some things that are not true. Could Jar Jar have evolved into that? I think the answer is yes. Because of the backlash and rightfully so, Lucasfilm backed off from Jar Jar a lot. But a lot of the influence I put into the character mirrored a lot of what was already in the Star Wars universe. He's not saying that they had the plan in motion in the first movie. He's saying, yeah, he could have evolved into that, but we didn't do it. So, so there's nothing in the first movie to indicate that he was dark or evil or a Sith. He's saying, maybe yeah, we could have we could have evolved him into that if we wanted to, but they they we the idea was scrapped. So if the uh, if it was an idea that they were considering, it's not present in the first movie. You, you see what I'm saying? When you're making a movie and you have an idea of, yeah, maybe we could do that with that character. That might be pretty cool. That's clearly not influencing the writing and the character arc in the first movie. If it's being considered, if it's tentative enough to be scrapped, they scrapped it. They're like, nah, we can't do that. That confirms what I was saying. There was a plan to do it. No, he doesn't say there was a plan. He indicates that it was a possibility. He didn't say there was a plan. He said, could it have evolved into that? He says, I think the answer is yes. Because of the backlash, and rightfully so, Lucasfilm backed off from Jar Jar a lot. It doesn't say a plan was scrapped. He's essentially saying, yeah, I mean, he could have evolved into that, but they backed off the character. He's barely in the second movie. He's not saying, yeah, there was a plan to make him a Sith Lord, but they scrapped that. They scrapped it. That's not what he said. He is saying, I think, yeah, it's possible, he could have evolved into to, to, a, to a to a Sith a Sith or a dark dark character. But everybody hated him, so quote, Lucasfilm backed off from Jar Jar, as in they barely use him. He wasn't his character arc basically stopped. So. There was no plan to make him dark. He's just saying, uh yeah, maybe, maybe we, maybe they could have made him dark. I don't know, but there was no there was no opportunity to do that. They they basically backed off the character. <laughs> uh, that's a good gif, Ashen." People are leaving across the Grand Canyon to get to their conclusions. Like I said, every time these theories came up, I always said the same thing. I'm like, ah, you, this is such a stretch. This is such a misrepresentation. When asked about a deleted scene which supposedly saw Palpatine thank Jar Jar for allowing his ascension to power, Best replied, it was just me and Palpatine walking down the runway thinking about the plans to turn the empire into what it had turned out to be i don't understand that what he's saying there is he's saying that they were commiserating about plans or they were just walking together he could have been developed into anything the actor what the actor's saying is not very specific yeah he could have been just a significant politician He, like you see what I'm saying he could have evolved into a, into a, an evil politician that, that that sided with Palpatine that doesn't make him a Sith, that doesn't make him a Darth that, that doesn't make him a Lord, that doesn't make him a force wielder, he's just, he's just corrupt he feels like the Gungans are mistreated and disrespected and he's gonna take up for the Gungans and he's gonna side with Palpatine and he becomes an evil politician right there's so many things they could have done The idea of Palpatine looking at Jar Jar and being like, that's my next apprentice. Apprentice is effing laughable. Yeah, come on. Yeah, they were just walking together. Do you see? If you have to come up with this Darth or Sith Lord Sith Jar Jar theory and you have to literally make things up, like, oh, Palpatine thanks Jar Jar for his ascension, and the actor's like, no, we were just walking together. Were they going to turn him into a Sith Lord? I, I think the answer is maybe he could have evolved into that, but everybody hated Jar Jar, so they backed off Jar Jar. It was a very dark, very personal, very quiet scene, but for some reason, Palpatine decided to confide in Jar Jar pretty much everything he was going to do to wreak havoc. See, and that could have been Palpatine playing a game. That you see, what I'm saying, if Palpatine just decides to confide in in Jar Jar, that could have been him playing the game, because Jar Jar was basically doing things for the Queen. He was doing things for Amidala, so like he could have been he could have been trying to trick him or something. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that he's a Sith. There w- there would be more to it than that. Him confiding in him his plan could have been an act of manipulation. He, he could have been. A, he could have seen a Gungan as a as a stupid, manipulable idiot who had power in in the in the Senate. He he had power. He was a representative. You voted no. Thank you. <laughs> You're not going to be playing Star Wars: The Old Republic now or next year. I don't actually believe the theory. It's just funny. Plus, look how mismanaged the prequels were. Do people really think they had some kind of foresight? Right. (laughs) The last line of that quote is, wherever that scene is, that would give great credibility to the Darth Jar Jar theory. Yeah, it would give credibility to a theory, but it's it's not grounds for it. Yeah, screw Dooku, screw Anakin. Give me that Gungan. Hmm. he he yeah just a scene of him confiding in jar jar means nothing to me he very easily could have been manipulating him because jar jar had pull jar jar had a voting position in the senate and if a gungan back something that palpatine does that would have been convincing oh like well well, the gungans are the indigenous people of the planet and this guy's saying that we should do this thing Palpatine does see Jar Jar as stupid and easily manipulated. Jar Jar was manipulated to give Palpatine emergency powers. Right! Say what you want. If Jar Jar Binks would have turned out to fool everyone that well in front of their face it obviously he would have been extremely smart and powerful. I think the pattern of the character is that he's a clumsy, uh, easily manipulated dummy and that's all there is to it. If that whole time he was just playing some angle, I don't think you would consider him to be a Sith, because that would mean he'd have to outsmart and trick Palpatine. Palpatine treats him like a dummy, and one that can be manipulated for power, or or support. Palpatine wouldn't treat him that way if he was actually a Sith, well, unless that's part of the ruse, I I don't, I just don't think so. Remember that the Gungans only got the seat thanks to Palpatine's push for equality on Naboo with Padme. So this is all Darth Padme's fault. (laughs) Uh. Also, Palpatine didn't observe the Rule of Two on many occasions. So in fact, even under Palpatine's reign, the Rule of Two didn't exist. When did Palpatine have more than one Sith apprentice underneath of him? He didn't, didn't he, didn't he have he had Anakin take out Dooku for a reason, right? That was the chain, that was the shift in power. What? Oh. Uh, We've had two coffee orders today. Do you want me to... I could print the orders right now and tell you what they are if you're bagging them right now. Yeah, nobody's going to see. I don't have... Yeah, I don't have the screen up. Wait, keep going with the Darth Padme thing. (laughs) It sounds kind of (laughs) hot. Well, I certainly wasn't expecting the Jar Jar theory when I clicked on this vid. Oh, I, I despise it. I hate it as equally as I hate the "is water wet" debate. It's so, it's so fake and phony. Fake and phony. We had two orders today. It's only showing me one. I'm probably have to do that refresh thing. Yeah. So this is this is two bags, and it's to it's the United States. So that would be the padded flat rate envelope, right? and we don't need a return label and it is 2 Frickmas stop 2 Frickmas refresh the orders yeah there's another one okay he did follow the rule of two the apprentice were the ones with the other apprentices Ventress was Dooku's apprentice and Savage Opris was Dooku and Maul's being an apprentice doesn't make you a lord two Frickmas no the next one is one dark so this will be the first class thick envelope with no return label And this is United States? Oh,
1: Hawaii!
0: Yeah, we've never shipped there before. No. Um... First Class. One Dark Ghost.
1: Hmm there you go
0: anybody right now you got five minutes you got five minutes if you're trying to get coffee before Christmas after today it's unlikely so if anybody submits an order in the next five minutes we can we can print and bag right now she's going to the post office so I'll give you five minutes we just printed the two orders from today no pressure I'm just giving people an opportunity um, last minute stocking stuffer ideas. You want to have coffee for the folks or the family coming over. You got five minutes. Yeah, coffee for yourself. Whatever. Didn't he have Dooku and Maul at the same time? No, well, somebody was saying that Dooku, uh, Dooku, Ventress was Dooku's apprentice and Savage Opus was Dooku and Maul's. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Uh well Darth Vader was an apprentice under the Emperor. No, because when he got rid of when he got rid of the Emperor, he died. Yeah, that's how it is. Until until he kills the Emperor, that if he that's typically how it happens if he would have killed the Emperor he would have become the master and then the plan was Luke would been then become the apprentice oh, I I don't know I think so I think eventually they know they'll be they'll be succeeded by the person that they're training I think I don't know or will they? I am not big on the on the on the Star Wars lore but Duke who was an apprentice but he got the title of Lord. That's why he's known as Darth Tyrannus. Pretty sure Palps was working on Dooku before Maul's death and Qui-Gon's death was what pushed Dooku over. Hmm. Okay. I'll text you if anything happens. Yes, the apprentice is always expected to kill their master. That's what I thought. It was technically Ventress's title. Hmm. So you guys are getting into stuff that's not not readily apparent uh, in the movies, and that's what I get lost. You start mentioning names and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. You know. okay okay it's fine that's how they prove that they're worthy of being the master it's the kingpin method of career advancement <laughs> yeah it's the kingpin method hmm Even still, that was broken by both Pelagius and Palpatine. Let's just say Asagi Ventress deserves a standalone movie series 100%. Ventress wasn't Sith, though. You're missing out, then. You should check out some of the original canon books. I don't have time. I'm trying to find time to finish The Wheel of Time. I got into book 11, I think, and uh, I stalled out. And I want to get I want to get ahead and finish it all because with the, the the TV series is just excellence. Oh, I'm very pleased. I am very very pleased with that show. The last couple of episodes were just awesome.
1: <clears throat>
0: Not a Sith assassin, a, a Sith assassin. It's like stand-up comedians with laser swords. Assassin, assassin, assassin. assassin. I can't say it. It's assassin. <laughs> uh, I get it I get it I get the joke it's just hard to say it's assassin. I came here for Star Wars The Old Republic talk and I'm getting all these movie spoilers and for that reason I'm out here's one I forgot which Palpatine believed in also the rule of one was the name of the Sith Doctrine developed by Darth Krait and followed by the one Sith Darth Krait's Doctrine huh a lot of the previous books have been removed as canon and moved into the legacy collection wheel of times on audible that's how i've been reading them i was tempted to do that because my brother told me he said one of the later books in the series is like the entire book is a battle and he says it's just insanely awesome he's like there's just some stuff that happens that's just nu- absolutely nuts Abe must be really busy with the promotion. He hasn't been here to say mean things to Lono. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm pr- like, I, It's a bummer to skip from Friday this week. I'd probably have a better time. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. One of each. Uh, Frickmas, Dark, and Light to PF. Thank you, PF. Hang on. Let me let my wife know. Uh, An order came... what is wheel of time if you are a fan of fantasy books like the lord of the rings the wheel of time is easily one of the best fantasy series you can read uh padded flat rate envelope with no return label and it's headed to okay uh uh uh, Now, ordinarily we don't do this. I just put the paper in. It's uh it's one of each. Ordinarily we don't do this, but given the week and it's the holidays and she's literally about to go, well, you know, I'm I'm literally printing an order as it comes in so that she can take it with her. So thank you for that order. PF. Yeah. You heard me? One of each? Okay. okay. Just making sure. It'll be my first Dark Roast and Frickmas brand. Looking forward to trying them out. Lots of people that have had Light Roast, Eric, they they actually end up switching over to Dark and, dark and Frickmas. So I actually think that once we're out of the Frickmas blend, a lot of people are going to drop back down the Light Roast because the Frickmas blend is a medium. Because our Light Roast sales have slowed down, but the Light Roast is literally... This is the most drinkable coffee I think I've ever had. Like, if you know people that even are, aren't even into coffee, this is this is the coffee to have them try. Balanced acidity, extremely smooth, and it's a light roast. So, it's it's it. The balanced acidity of both dark and light, and the Frickman's blend is one of the reasons the coffee is so drinkable. And I'm telling you that that light roast is good. What would you think of the coffee this morning, number two? Yeah, I I thought the same thing. It was better, but it's just there's it's not. I did notice that almost like a it had like a slight bite. Yeah, I feel like this doesn't bring it -hmm. (laughs) back. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully three. Hopefully three is the winner then. If I if I was them, I would make three the best because that's what would happen, right? You'd get to the third and be like, "Oh, this is the best." Like. That's what I would do. You wasn't feeling the Frickmas Mo. Yeah, Frick- Moe is all dark. And D-Tom says light to dark roast here. Yeah, D-Tom converted too. So. I'll be gifting the light roast to someone. I enjoyed it. That's a great idea. Um, shipping stays the same. If you're going to get two bags, get that third bag, and then you got a nice gift for somebody. Like, um, basically do one or three. Doing two... You know, as soon as you upgrade to two, you might as well snag a third bag because the shipping on the flat rate padded envelope stays the same for two or three bags. So anytime you guys are re-upping, if you're putting two, just grab that third one, either to try it or give it to somebody else. And it's really easy to tell people where to order it. RageusRoast.com. So thanks for all the orders, you know, these last couple of weeks. It's been crazy. No, we're not going to continue Frickmas under another name. That, that would be, I think that would be a mistake. I think... The excitement of bringing it back next year, after how popular it has been, will be a very, very smart call. Having it all year would not be a good idea, I don't think. It's very nice to listen to you too. Oh, thank you. Are you still running uh, the buy two bags and get a third for the full price? Yeah, we're still running that special. If you if you buy two bags, you can get the third bag for for uh, for the for the full price. That's right. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay
0: she's gonna go up and bag that and that'll be the end of it I mean I did I just now did because you're gonna take that up bag it and that's the end of it so any orders after today we will still get them out but there's no guarantee that you'll get them before before the, the, the holiday weekend so Because everything... Will everything be... Will the post office be closed on Friday? Just Saturday. Are you ever going to do a subscription? We're looking into that. I think we can. You just can't do a subscription with PayPal, which makes sense. And I don't know. I think Apple Pay might be the other one tripping us up. You have to abide by specific rules if you're going to have people agree... To be charged money on a regular basis like when you go and you agree to the transaction right now that's a lot That's a lot simpler than saying yeah charge me every 30 days charge me every 15 days or whatever okay it's open on christmas eve so yeah we'll still be able to ship tomorrow and the day after but there's no guarantee you know how fast it'll get to you Mm -hmm. Man, you guys are going full Star Wars nerd in chat. The Zon stuff is canon. The rule was written before Disney. It is is banned from canon. I'm not worried about getting it before Christmas, but I imagine from Louisville to Ohio. Oh, it'll be fast, bro. Yeah. She takes it literally to the post office, so we skip a whole day of like, if she put it out on the porch, that adds one or two days. She literally takes it to the post office, drops it off. So it gets to you very fast. Louisville's a great hub for shipping. The post office will not be closed on Friday. Thank you sorcerer. Yeah, she looked it up. So we're, we we should be good. I'm just thinking if anybody wanted it before before the holiday weekend. That's all. We'll be after this weekend, we'll be right back to normal with no worries about, you know, shipping timing and stuff. Big UPS airport there, yeah, that helps. <laughs> that helps. We had somebody today, the first time ever, um, get some stuff shipped to Hawaii. Yeah, the New World Wheel of Time stuff. It's only a, it's only a purple thing. Super freaking annoying. I can't stand that. I get it. I get it. It's an Amazon owned game, but I just it drives me nuts, dude. If YouTube could start to secure drops. That would be so dadgum helpful. You think YouTube will do drops? I highly doubt it. With Amazon-owned property, I can't imagine them doing that. Although, although, you would think it doesn't really matter, right? Isn't the whole point to do Prime? I don't know. No, no, you get drops from watching. Yeah, they want you watching. They want ad revenue. In any sort of game, I would certainly hope that YouTube would start greasing those wheels. Yes. Start talking to these developers and start getting some drops for our platform. It would really help. Can you imagine what what would happen if if you know, Tim the Tap Man was playing Call of Duty and had drops enabled for, for Call of Duty, like what that would do, it would bring it would bring so many people to be like, Oh, I can watch streams on YouTube, it'd be very, very good. says, big thanks to all the Star Wars peoples for coming out and giving feedback. Yeah, for sure. If you stopped by today and you've enjoyed your time, I hope you hit the subscribe button and I hope you come back. We, we do daily talk shows and coverage and um, we covered Halo Infinite this morning. Uh, we do fun things on Friday night with the community. Every Friday is From Friday where we talk about Elden Ring in the morning and then play a From Software game in the afternoon in anticipation of Elden Ring. Now that won't be happening this week because of uh, Christmas Eve. I don't know if we're gonna do a stream in the morning or not. It might be a terrible idea because the viewership might be awful or it could be really good because people are wanting some place to hang out. I, I, I tend to think viewership on Friday would be very bad. Um. Mm-hmm. Nice to see that going off the path is okay. Well, and this isn't really off of our path to a certain extent. Like we're, we are definitely trying to, you know, give this channel MMO style coverage. Um, uh, somebody said, somebody DM'd me and said, once you buy a sub for a single month, you get the current DLC and you keep them until the game dies. Okay. But I watch streams for fun. I don't need drops. <laughs> Russell, that's good. That's good. That's a good callback. The biggest shame is that they already ruined Han, Leia, and Luke beyond repair. You can't pull forward the vast majority of things related to them, like Mara Jade for the, or the Solo kids. This guy says, There are three tiers to so- Star Wars The Old Republic. Free-to-play players uh, that have... Um, Players that have not spent any money and have access to the original storyline of the game preferred players that either used to be a subscriber or have spent money on the cartel market subscription players that pay a monthly fee to access all gameplay content for star Wars, the old Republic. Cool. Thank you. That's helpful. Will you start a group to play with on Star Wars? I think the best thing to do if I jumped in fresh would just be here is what the game looks like as a brand new player. Like here, here is here is what the game looks like to a brand new player. I I think that would be I think that would be a good. I think mean, that would be good. Um, you know, personally, and then obviously I can pull in other people and and do group play. Certainly, I could do group play. Um, did we actually roll up to 47.1 over there? We're getting subs on presents. What is freaking happening? Um, <laughs> hilarious. It's got to be that Jake video. It's got to be. a Jake video is crushing. It's crushing it right now. Yeah, that's where they're all coming from. That thing is soaring. It hasn't even plateaued yet. Dadgum. We got we got promise over there on presents covering covering industry news and in esports news. We got a video that's going to premiere over there today uh, in about forty minutes about the HCS is back. Uh, I'm just now I'm just now setting it to the front the front video on the channel to let people know it's coming. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome to see. We uh, we're making a little bit of a pivot over there to to do uh, videos more about industry things like what youtube's doing facebook gaming purple you know tiktok's getting into streaming or esports news and um the more personal videos or videos about culture and stuff they're they're not going to be over there they may find a home somewhere else one day but for now those videos are going to stop and that's because they weren't doing all that well so d crew seeds coming in with a brand new membership enjoy the dope badge and emote your dope and deserve dope stuff I, I, I want to see where we are. We're, we might be getting close to the midway point on 500 members. It'd be amazing to hit 500 members on this channel as we end the year. Let me take a peek here. Let me take a peeky. Uh, 420. 420 members. A Lamal, 420. Uh, I think it's actually like 424. So we're, we're getting there. We have about 75 more members. And we'll hit 500. So... People don't realize that Star Wars The Old Republic wasn't officially decanonized. Everything got axed, but Old Republic keeps getting referenced. Revan was canon since The Last Jedi because of Luke's pendant. The Hammerhead Cruiser in Rogue One and Revan's official naming as a Sith Battalion in the last movie. There you go. Oh no to SNTR presents Why Won't You Die. We just need th- we just need three thousand subs over there if, uh, if we just need that channel to roll over to fifty. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's like down, up, down, up we're we're gonna yeah, we're gonna push some buttons and probably go into the new year over there and lose a lot of subs, but that'll be good. It needs to stabilize. I recognize there's no way I can feel about Star Wars novels the way I did when I was thirteen. I hope some kid out there is getting those same feelings with the stuff coming out now, yeah, for sure. Sorry, I didn't stand by you last year. Watched you on Purple for about four years. Glad to be back in the community. I appreciate that D Crew seeds. I recognize your name. I know you're a long time. You're a long time supporter. I know. I, I recognize your name. I appreciate that. <clears throat> the surge from three seventy to four twenty was the Halo effect. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, it was. Yeah, the Halo custom games. Yeah. So busy today, says Chris. First time getting into chat. I thought the last day of work before the holiday was supposed to be easy. (laughs) It's never been easy. (laughs) Uh. Hilly says, do you think the culture videos would do better on a non-gaming channel? Yes. I still have an idea for a personal channel. I know what I would call it. I know what it would be about. There's just no time for it and it's really not the time. We don't have time for it and I don't think the timing is right either. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. We're going to spend the next year getting this channel just going where it's going because we love it. We think it's doing great. We're going to get that other channel uh, presents. We're going to get it going in a great direction. We've got some other projects and some other ideas that we're hoping to get going as well. And then the personal channel, you know, could be a year out. You know, this time next year, we could be where we want and we could say, all right, we've got time to launch this thing. Maybe not. Maybe not. But for now, it has it has fully been shelved. Just as it just doesn't fit. For MMOs, I'm really interested to see how the day before plays out. Looks really good from what we've seen so far. I have a feeling we are about to enter the MMO the MMO deluge, where it's going to be like where everybody was trying to make a battle royale, and that's where it's going to be tough to see who ends up standing tall and who falls all the way down. You should make a channel where you talk about the stuff you hate. Call it SNTR Resents. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) I ordered a USB mic. The YouTube channel about self-help disguised as talking about tacos is one step closer to reality. (laughs) I have a perfectly great name for your channel. I won't say it out loud because if you're serious, it just hit me like a lightning bolt. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I want to say it out loud because it's so good. I love when I have good ideas, but I can't say it because it's that dadgum good. Because if you're even remotely serious, if you're even remotely serious, it's a, it's such an excellent name. <laughs> uh, we just call it SNTR Microsoft. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy the new movies I'm one of the few but you messed with my favorite stories and tried to tell me they didn't happen I don't trust you yeah I get that yeah thank you for listening to and watching another episode of SNTR Resents today we discuss ketchup on steak (laughs) say it out loud there isn't a lot of competition in the space it would sound so good for you to say you're listening to Zubair on the air doesn't that sound good Zubair on the air you're live with Zubair on the air. Go ahead with your call. Oh, that's that's frickin beauty. That just rolls that rolls. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Zubair on the air. And today we're talking about tacos and why I have a pillow in the shape of a taco in my bed. That's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Let's taco about it. No, 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 He's the show tacos. He's the show. Zubair on the air. That'll be on forms by Friday. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, they'll suddenly have somebody, some columnist named Zubair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got a brand new podcast coming. It's called Zubair on the air.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: mm-hmm. Welcome to Watts on the Shots, your favorite alcoholic. <laughs> uh, welcome to Watts on the Shots. <sighs> I got started early tonight. I'm sorry, guys. It's gonna be a short episode. <gasps> yeah, you know, it's gonna be a sh- really short episode.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> Time for the quick hitters. Get ready for the Zubair raid. <laughs> the Zubair air raid. The Zubair raid. Yeah, Zubair raid's good. The Zubair raid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh. Oh, Chris did let's taco about it. <laughs> let's taco about it.
1: <laughs> mm. Mm.
0: Welcome to Zubair on the air. Let's taco about it. I want to know why you would combine the two. He could have a segment on Zubair on the air called "Let's Taco About It." This week, off for "Let's Taco About It," I got a new taco for you to try. You're gonna have to hang with me here. The shell is a pancake. (laughs) Before you turn the episode off, just trust me on this one. New upload, call it Zubair drop. Oh, that's good too. That's good. That's good too. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot with that name. You can do. It's excellent. It's an excellent name. You know. Just an FYI, in that Hydra capture the flag mode, uh, I just hold the trigger down. That's why so many rockets go off. hilly's hilly's line was gold though zubair using 130 rockets when three will do oh that was choice that was choice it was perfect (laughs) it was exactly right you're suggesting there are not buffalo chicken tacos made with pancakes No, no, no. He would be suggesting like he would try some new taco somewhere. So let's say he tried that taco. So for his weekly segment of, you know, Zubair on the air, today's, you know, for today's Let's Taco, for this week's Let's Taco about it. You guys have got to try this one. You're going to, it's going to sound crazy. And he'd recommend some crazy taco. I've named my Apple wireless headphones Zubair pods. That's good. It was golden. I watched the clip five times. It was so, it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> and the accent sells it. It's so, it sells it. It's like, it sounds like you're watching like real commentary or something like <laughs> Zubair using a 130 rocket swing. three will do.
1: <laughs>
0: it's good. I can't keep it straight when 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 Hilly starts getting some good good lines going. I just start laughing. I, I totally break. I totally break character. <laughs> You're not wrong. I just want all the facts on the record in case I want to appeal in the future.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Uh. FYI, I've never played PvP. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Thanks to everyone, awesome community. We have a new sponsor. It's a new sponsor. The Zubair Fryer. <laughs> Where is the clip at? Oh, I don't know. Somebody probably saved it. Is it in the clip's room? Oh, golly. It's so good. It is so good. No. the robert clip is in there i forgot about this clip
1: <laughs>
0: i just laugh i thought i yelled at him do We have an emote list for Zubair on the Air channel. <laughs> At least one Kit Kat.
1: Uh,
0: we need to add Elton John's Rocket Man to that clip. Yeah, and then get copyright claimed. <laughs> I think it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> just. <laughs> I'm a Rocket Man. <laughs> burning out his fuse up here alone that's a perfect line he's up in the air all by himself burning out his fuse up here alone (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great that's great I don't know if links are allowed but this is a Zubair clip no it it won't even come through expiry like it just doesn't hit the chat like I can't even see it to say it's hey Though no, this is okay let this come through I can't even see it I love how expressive you get when you beat a boss or no crap moment happens in Sekiro yeah yeah <laughs> it feels good man it feels good whoop on folks mmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Are they bringing it to console? Garrison, there are people who have looked at all the forthcoming announcements about Star Wars The Old Republic in 2022. And they are saying that they think it might be coming to console. I didn't find their reasoning to be super convincing, but it certainly was. It was it was marginally compelling. It was like, okay, yeah, you know, maybe they're cleaning the game up quite a bit. You know. Speaking of split screen, I have a new mode you'll love. I call it Space Quidditch. Oh, golly. It's a shame we can't do an episode this week because of Christmas Eve. We'll have to save it for next week. Next week is New Year's Eve, but I'm assuming, uh, well, hopefully we can get a big turnout. everybody just tune in. This will be your Christmas Eve party. Spoiler, it's Stockpile with Hammers. Oh, that, that sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm I'm in I'm in for new modes oh yeah for sure for sure for sure. Alright, hang on a second. The creatures in my ear always worrying about the wrong things. <laughs> <sighs> hey, dude, I don't wanna see it. I don't wanna see it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Guess get out of here. <laughs> You're funny. Get, give it give it 10 give it 10 give it 10 because we're still we're still getting the cycle Is that the wrong thing yeah it is you're you're thinking about optics i'm not i'm thinking about we're, we're continuing to see folks come in it's beneath you no it's not <clears throat> all right chat is everybody taking the poll let's look at these poll results 605 votes that's actually really good for the afternoon poll Star Wars The Old Republic, are you playing now, or will you play next year? If you're new, or you've just recently tuned in, we'd love to meet you. Hit subscribe so you can talk in chat. We've been breaking down everything coming to Star Wars The Old Republic 7.0 next year in 2022, and the mainly the modernization is what they've been talking about in the blog post about the Star Wars The Old Republic 10th anniversary, and uh, we were trying to make the case at least i was making the case that next year is very much going to be a star wars the old republic remaster like it's going to be slowly essentially sort of remastering the game now i don't know if that means it's going to come to console but with the simplification of some of the systems the star wars the old republic combat styles and some of the other ui elements and changes could be them gearing up for controller support which would then let them bring the game to console much easier uh, that's what we've been talking about and we appreciated so so much hearing from people that have played the game um, and have enjoyed it prior to today or people that are like yeah I tried it out a really really long time ago and I may jump back in because of the uh, because of just how good just how good the uh, the, the future looks for it um, a lot of people are, are, are feeling that way. Um, I'm definitely feeling that way I have never touched the game I've never touched the game and I could see myself kind of jumping in um, uh, my goodness love Star Wars but Star Wars The Old Republic just couldn't grab me yeah 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 I like fun but some fun comes at a cost no you're letting you're letting you're letting you're letting the sideliners get in the narrative. They don't matter.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Ooh. Mm.
0: It is but a moment. It is but a moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With the exception of Grey, are they made by Sony or D brand? What are you guys talking about? They are releasing the color controllers first, then the plates. Fat Seal, they are releasing them. Oh, anyone think Sony will release official PS5 plates? Oh, I would love some. I don't like the white at all. I would love a black, you know? Just a nice black. Or, you know, a Ghost of Tsushima one would be amazing. It'd be awesome. I would love that. I would love it. It'd be really, really dope. I like I also like the shape of the Xbox Series X more than the PlayStation 5. I think the PlayStation 5 is just so ugly. It's just awful. They've already announced them? Oh, dope. Dope. Yeah, if they're official, if they're official, I'll try to snag one, especially if they do a Ghost of Tsushima one. That would be great. That'd be that'd be freaking stellar. I got back plates uh, off Amazon and they look and fit great.
1: <clears throat>
0: Sony is selling ones that are official. D Brand is selling some that are a different shape due to lawyers. Ah. Oh, they've announced the official ones already? Do, do what? Do, are they just colors? They're going to do red, black, and blue. I mean, I'll get black, but I don't know. I'd prefer I'd prefer like Horizon Forbidden West or Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I mean? That's what I would prefer. Mm, just solid colors right now. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure I'm sure what they're doing is is they're testing the waters to see how that goes, and then I could see them branching out and saying, you know, okay, you know, we can we can do more, you know. D-brand PS5 plates, check them out. Uh D brand PS5 plates. So they're called dark plates, huh? They're making me scroll so much. They literally have like uh an extra fan hole. Finishing touches. Where am I gonna. I have the digital version. So they let you pick whatever color you want. Oh, you can select how the lights look and everything. This is cray. Yeah, they kinda go that they, 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 they kinda go nuts with their D plates. They're kinda cool dbrand plates are crap just wait for sony i just think it's cool they let you change the light colors you know what i mean like i'm all about that dude i'm all about that get those red lights on there baby that's all i ever want red yeah god of war ragnarok plates would be would be so good so so good So the 2.0 adds a fan hole and is more in body shape with the console itself than the other add-ons. I think they're also making it in leather. What's the site? It was like it was a D D brands or whatever. Uh, hang on. Re ah, crap. Reopen. It is dbrand.com. dbrand.com. We're not affiliated with them in any way, but that's what I was looking at. Leather, really? Maybe they want it to look like a purse. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, Spider-Man 2 plates would be amazing. Ratchet and Clank plates would be amazing. Oh my gosh. So many. I'd be be changing them out all the time. Your package will arrive on Thursday. Thursday. I think it's my new boom. I ordered a uh, a new mic boom, so that when we have to have the mic come down from the ceiling for the like split screen stuff, it'll be a much better boom. It will be uh, it'll uh, it'll be longer, significantly longer. Like what I have right now, each of the arms is 13 inches, and this is each each arm is like 19 inches. So it's like an extra foot. Can we get a Lono faceplate like they did with Linus? (laughs) No. If you guys are just tuning in and you are interested in Star Wars The Old Republic or video game news coverage, this is a safe for work broadcast. We do a talk show Monday through Friday. And uh, today's topic was why you should consider playing this game in 2022. We love hearing from people that have been playing or... You know, maybe you drifted and you're thinking about coming back. Big things coming to this game in 2022. Feels like the, the Star Wars The Old Republic 10th anniversary. They talked about the 7.0 and everything coming in February and all that they have planned next year is looking, looking pretty nice. <sighs> Leather. Let's insulate your highly expensive electronics so that it holds heat and burns up faster. Did you get the Frameworks boom? No. I literally went to Amazon and I was like, I typed in Mike boom and then one popped up that showed how much longer it was than other typical ones. And it was one that you would screw in tight. I can't do the one. There's like an A, I forget what it's called. The road. I can't do that one because that one has to literally sit on a table. This one like screws in. This is Innogear. Mike what's it say yeah Gear, microphone arm stand heavy duty mic arm um, and it can hang upside down that was the main thing that I needed the, I have another boom right now that's long and it's great but it has to sit it has to literally sit on a desk So, I just needed one that was longer. I, it's just a tool. I don't need it to, like, look cool or look nice. I've seen some killer boom arms in these podcasts where they're all sitting around on couches. And I was like, my gosh, it'd be great to get those. But I'm just, I just don't care. Like, it just, I just needed to just bring the mic down into the frame. That's all I need. The D-Brand ones have a hole for the intake fans. Apparently it runs about five degrees cooler. Maybe it cancels out the leather. Yeah, that's possible. So what you're saying is you prefer a longer boom. (laughs) I'm sure we could have gotten really high tech and like screwed one into the ceiling, but there's literally a vent above me and I took the vent face off. And so the boom just grabs onto the edge of the vent hole and then i just screw it tight and then it can like pull down into the frame it's you know it's just this one's not long enough it's just it's just short enough to be irritating it's like i i had to like sit up like arching my back that entire night for split screen it was super uncomfortable <clears throat> <laughs> what do we do today on this vid oh we got we got three new members on this video on star wars the old republic that's amazing we didn't just get subs today we got members we got coffee you guys are all this has been great this has been great we we're, we're, we're swinging at at, at at far topics can we, can we talk about that just for a second so when we cover New World or Halo, it's it's pretty easy, it's pretty predictable. Like, what's going to happen? But yesterday, we took a swing at Diablo 4, and it did fine. It did it really did. It, I it, it didn't seem like it was going to, but it, it ended up being a perfectly good stream. And then today, Star Wars The Old Republic. Really, seriously, swinging at something that's like well outside, you know, what we typically cover. Vanguard and Warzone being in bad shape that wasn't even a three-hour stream and it landed with perfectly good perfectly good turnout numbers very very good uh midnight society dr disrespect game studio that was that stream was freaking killer uh that was excellent and that was obviously we were you know that was interest because it's doc um but yeah it's been really cool to like okay we kind of hover around these handful of games and then i go out and i kind of take a swing at some other topic and uh Star Citizen, why play? Another good example. Uh Titanfall 3 news, you know? You guys have been supporting that, and that's awesome. That means that we uh you know we can periodically dip our toes or stick our kind of neck out there and, and, and branch into other topics and other games and you guys support it, and that's awesome. And we meet tons of new people. My favorite thing in the mornings now is regardless of what we're talking about, I, I see tons of names in chat that I don't recognize, and I'm like, wow, okay. They're coming back, no matter what the topic is, and that's that's just been a really fun feeling. <laughs> I love the fact that the SNT that SNTR is shaping into the show you originally envisioned way back when. It, it's it honestly, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, and I don't know what to attribute it to. I, I really don't, other than consistency and production quality. I, I think those two things are the main things I would attribute it to, and then obviously consistency production quality and an incredibly supportive community because I think when people come in and the chat's buzzing and we're debating and having a great topic about all of the random topics I just threw out there we ended up having good conversations about them even today we, we, we talked about Star Wars The Old Republic for probably a solid hour I, I can't do that if the community doesn't support it you guys have been a huge factor and that's just I don't know it's dope it's super dope you missed the Vanguard stream, I got homework. Yeah, we covered uh, why you know why Vanguard and, and Warzone are just, as far as public perception right now, they're not in the greatest state. That doesn't mean that the player base is, is, is walking away or anything, but the pros have been very, very outspoken against Vanguard. Uh, and then the streamers were abandoning Warzone. And I thought it was interesting. I thought it was very, very interesting. Um so
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: stride you are hitting, yes, my best Yoda. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh putting in work, staying focused on the goal. Right, right. Um uh, man, WFH means I get to have you on the second screen all the time while working on Unreal. There you go. There you go. We need new blood to bring in to the Dark Roast Taco team. <laughs> Did you decide to shell the last episode of the SNTR story? No. I re-recorded a different version and that is hitting tomorrow. It is the early conclusion. I'll explain why we're ending early, what we originally had planned, and what, we're, what, what our aims are for that channel. So... And that led into a lore discussion too, which was a ton of fun. I couldn't really get down into the trenches with you guys on the lore, but it was cool to see you guys just hacking it up with, you know, just just chopping it up with, with new members and old members. I love seeing it. It feels very similar to the old streams on Purple towards the end, just different games. Didn't realize how much I missed this. I appreciate that, Watts, and I, I agree with you. It does. It, it's, we've really shed, we're really stepping out from underneath a shadow, I think, that was hurting us, you know? Me mentally and and the and the community. I think we were, we're we're we've now jettisoned out from underneath that shadow, and it's having a significant impact on on the stream. Does anyone have any compatible SSD recommendations to put in my PS5? Says cheesy donut. And if you're new today and you tuned tuned in for this stream, uh, every day around 3 o'clock Eastern, we head over to my larger channel and we watch a premiere together. And today's premiere is about HCS. Uh, The Halo Championship Series is back and it did very well for its opening debut, uh, for its opener, and... um, We're talking about it over there. That other channel covers industry news, whether it's what YouTube's doing, the Purple Platform, Facebook Gaming, TikTok. We got a video about TikTok this week as they're getting into live streaming, uh, as well as esports. So industry, industry, you know, streaming and content creator news, as well as esports, and we hope you enjoy it. We also think that's going to help that channel to have more consistent themes of videos, because it's like if we go from talking about esports or Jake Lucky leaving esports desk, or you know, YouTube signing somebody, and then the next video is about like you know Russell Brand or something or culture. That's just too wide. We're narrowing the focus quite a bit over there, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Because I've enjoyed making those videos. Um, And today's video, I I really enjoyed filming it. It's uh, recording it. I I enjoy talking about, you know, streaming culture, streaming companies. I enjoy talking about uh, esports. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Next year, you'll notice some pretty big changes over there that we hope will uh, bolster these decisions that we're making. And uh, you'll have to wait and see what those things are. But uh, we're excited about it. We're very, very excited about it. And, uh, you guys have, you guys have definitely, definitely proven, um, that we can, we can these, these second episodes every day, we can certainly branch out and cover other things. And it feels very cool to do that. As an example, 15 new subscribers talking about star Wars, the old Republic, like that's super dope that, you know, people were digging what we were doing and they'll, you know, they'll probably come back sometime this week and maybe enjoy some of our other shows. So that's exciting. That's very exciting. Um, and this morning, you know, we talked about the Halo winter event and, uh, it was really great. It was a very, very strong turnout and we had 32 new subscribers this morning. That's awesome. That means 32 people were like, yo, this is fun. This is dope. These people are cool. And they hit the button and, um, we love to see that. We love to see new members of the community. Um, I'm seeing people order coffee and I'm like, I don't know who this is. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's one thing to see Zubair, and you're like, "Oh man, Zubair's ordering again. That's awesome." But when I see a name, I have no idea who it is. I'm like, "Well, okay. Like, that's dope." So, can we get this man 11 more likes for three hundo? Yeah, can we get 11 more likes? If you haven't hit the like button yet, please do so before we sh- shift gears to the premiere. <clears throat> Just wait until he gets a regular cadence of triple A titles. <laughs> Just wait until like Lost Ark shows up and Elden Ring. Oh boy. Oh boy. There is uh Yeah. There is there are good things coming, man. We've uh we made some gambles, bro. We made some gambles and uh we've 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 gotten some great foundation for amazing coverage next year. I can't freaking wait. I really can't. I've said this multiple times. If somebody would have told me a couple of years ago, you're gonna end up, you know. Mainly covering MMOs and uh, like Dark Souls style RPG games. I'd have been like, <laughs> I'm like, do you know who I am? No, I won't. <laughs> no, I won't. I sit in orbit. <laughs> I do bounties. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're going to cover MMOs and From Software games. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, the best game I was paying off is From Fridays. That's fun. I, I got to tell you, that's a fun one, man. To be a non-Dark Souls guy and to slowly become one and to have people rally around it is just super cool. That's super cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I did not expect that. I really didn't. That's been super fun. That's been super fun. To stretch and to try something new and to have it be scary because it's new but not scary because it's not supported. Do you know what I mean? I can, I can endure the scariness and the uncertainty of it, because it's like, I don't know, man, this game might be too tough for me. I can endure that, because you guys have my back. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would have been terrifying if we tried to do it and, like, nobody tuned in. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. When I first found you on Purple, I never imagined you liking Dark Souls. I don't know, I've really evolved, man. As a person, as a gamer, as a content creator, I, I'm... It's a big 180. It's a big 180 from who I was a year and a half ago. Very different. It's, it's weird to think about. It's cool to think about. But I feel like being banned from Destiny and that crap is going to end up being the best thing that's happened. I've had a lot of people tell me that. They're like, just keep going, bro. In two or three years, you're going to laugh at all this. <laughs> you're going to laugh at all this. I'm like, okay. Mm-mm. You ain't got to feel bad about that, Sven. You feeling bad about it's insulting to me. Don't, so don't. There's no reason for you to feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Slow down, buddy. I'm just here for the coffee. <laughs> Bear's like, quit getting mushy, man. I'm just here for the coffee, okay? Uh, I appreciate that, T-Tube. It's been fun. It really has. I don't know. It used to be super scary because we're like, I don't know. Can we talk about this? Like, a creature will tell you. We would be like, can we talk about this? Like, we, will, will this be a show? I don't know. We just did a show on Star Wars The Old Republic, a 10-year-old MMO. Like, that's dope. That's dope. Like, are you kidding me? three or four months ago we would have been like no way no we gotta stick to the, we gotta stick to what we know <laughs> we gotta stick to what we know man there's nothing out there what are we gonna do you know now it's like yeah let's try it <laughs> oh, let's try it why not let's let's do a whole let's do a whole episode on uh, Diablo 4 you know that's great it's really great it just feels so it just feels so dadgum good man <laughs> it's a good week for Christmas man. I still stop by. I play Destiny still. I I don't care about that. We got mods, homie, that that still play that game. We got people in the Discord that still hang out in a room called Destiny and they talk about it every day and they play all the time. Doesn't bother me a bit. Doesn't bother me a bit. The fact that the combo regularly rotates makes daily attendance a lot easier. That's 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 good insight, Sinos. Yeah yeah yeah. That's good insight. That's good. Yeah, I agree when we first you guys you guys understand that when we first came over here, we only had about six thousand subs, and we're we're nearing ten k like that's awesome we've we're're we're, you know we're nearing we're, we're nearing close to a double like you know twelve k would be a double, but I'll take ten you aggravate the hell out of me and you scare me, but more times not you make me proud. I appreciate that <laughs> creature told me he's like he's like, I tell people he's like I tell people that you're not like other folks he's like that guy's cut from something else that dude's got grit and fight <laughs> he's like like nobody else I've seen he's like nobody I don't know anybody like that guy <laughs> creature told me that the other day he's like you he may be a little guy but that guy's cut out of rock <laughs> or whatever you said whatever you said after which I think I'm gonna retire from destiny too much baggage I understand that I understand that I'm only here for the raffle. <laughs> That's a callback. That's a callback. Is this thing scheduled for three? It probably is. We're get, we got we're down to we're down to a two minute warning here. Will we be covering Witch Queen at all? Without Dark Side Royal, it'd be nice to have non lockstep objective. Homie, I can't. I, no, I I cannot and will not cover that game. I can't play it. What on earth would I say? <laughs> well, the trailer looked good. <laughs> what on earth would I freaking say? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It wouldn't work. It would be so weird. You know? Well yeah, here's the here's a here's an expansion I anticipated for three years and made predictions about. Can't play it. <laughs> Let me cover it. Let me just cut open my arms and then bathe in salt. <laughs> just pour salt in my wounds. It's better now. Before, it was only ever the same game and topics, and it felt like Groundhog Day. This is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking care of the white creature. She can... Oh, she is. Okay, Mo. Mm, Conversation's just always interesting. It It is. It is. We have a really good time here. We do. I try to tell people, I'm like, look, man... the topics have changed but it's the same show it's the same dadgum show man come on come with us you know speaking of coming with us there's 220 of you here right now if you're interested in halo and hcs as well as my larger channel i really need you to click the link that i'm going to put in chat okay We usually have 200 some odd people here and only about 60 of you click the link. We need more of you to do this. Give me eight more minutes of your day, okay? I've given you six hours of streams. Give me eight minutes. That's all I need. Eight minutes of your time. Go watch this video. There's a live chat. You can keep chatting and hanging out. You can can talk about how wrong I am in the video about HCS is back and Halo's special and battle royales are saturated. What do I mean by all that? Well, go watch the premiere and you'll find out, all right? I'll see you guys over there, and I'll see you here tomorrow for more great video gaming news.